welcome to the I point in progress. Been... Sorry. <laughs> Damn it, I knew this was that was gonna be the one. I, I felt it in my butt. It's always the second one. Now you're gonna condemn me to the cursed third one, and I'm gonna mess I'm it up so all the time. Sorry. I was just gonna say the Canadians have conditioned me into now saying it wrong, and so like whenever I say like <laughs> what? process or progress process or whatever. Oh yeah, Pro process you don't do the and progress both. You, you emphasize the I O. Me up with the process. Sorry, damn it! I'm, no, I'm gonna say that. I'm sorry, right. Faith. Progress? What? Progress? That's progress. 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 Yeah, it's progress. Yeah, progress. It's yeah, progress. Apple. <laughs> How is it progress? Where the is fuck it? is the A, my dude? <laughs> progress. What's wrong with all of you? Progress. Is it egg or progress is it egg? Progress has been made. Is it what egg or is it egg? What are you talking about? <laughs> Where is, is the A? We're back, is baby. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I like to eat, eat, eat. Apples oh. and bananas. Oh my god! You just unlock something in my mind. <laughs> oh my god! All right, hold on. Let me let me let me say this intro here really quick because uh, Uber's also messaging me saying that my food's never gonna get here and oh. I should just jump off a bridge. Hello and welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, your late night sneaky link for what's going on in the world of TV, gaming, and news. My name is Frank, and I'm joined by my works gallery of hosts. I'll start with Mario. Mario, how have you do been doing this week? You you were talking about before the podcast. Uh, you've had some uh, life changing experiences both at home and at work. How you doing, man? Are you, do you need a hug? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Now, I want one of those hugs. Like, you see those, like, little memes mm. where it's, like, the couples, like, laying on top of each other, like, watching anime or something? I need that. That's what I need. Wherever that is, I need that. That's not a hug, my friend. No, that's a cuddle. <laughs> I need a cuddle. That's a cuddle. That is, that is, that is post-sex, like, <laughs> cigarette-in-the-mouth cuddle. Yo, you want to watch Naruto? Let's go. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Mario is also joined by our other co-host here, Sly. Sly, how are you doing today? How you how have you been? I'm, I haven't seen you in oh like four weeks. Uh, well, last week I was sick as fuck, so no. um, that was fun. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm fine. I'm vibing. Uh, apparently, my existence is uh hateful content violation on TikTok Live, so Wait, that's what? been fun. <laughs> Wait, uh, I got banned on TikTok Live yesterday. Wait, what? -show How did you get banned on TikTok? For hateful content. Oh my god. I, I, I was talking about gay shit. Oh, okay. I was, I thought... I was about to say hateful content, and here I am posting videos about slashing demons in half and blood and gore. I thought you got banned because you talk shit about Jay Stoops on Twitter. <laughs> It, oh my god, did you get fucking taken <laughs> down by who? Jay Stoops? Jay Stoops from uh, their... Uh, oh, hey, Joe Ruggins, how you doing? Uh, they're a popular oh, Marvel uh, TikToker. I did not post that tweet for five days because I have friends who are close friends. I was wondering why you were attacking them five days after the fact. And then I posted the question to the group chat. It was like, hey... 
how are we feeling about this? And also, I was inebriated. And I said, <laughs> fuck it. And I was sent. So, All the best things know. done, though, is, are when you're inebriated, honestly. So let's be real. You say that as he takes down. I stand by everything I said. But fuck it was inebriated. Good timing. Um, and then also, not banned, joined by Sly, is our, our lovely other co-host, Fee. Fee, how you doing, man? I haven't seen you in like almost two months. I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. For the audio listeners, uh, Fee just held up a, a stemless wine glass that was mostly full and just continued pouring out all into it. Now she's drinking out. She said, "Fuck the glass. I might as well just kill the rest." So in in the what is it? Tw- actually, like five minutes this podcast has started. Fee is already down a whole bottle of wine. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Bravo. I'm, I'm doing absolutely delightful. Um, <laughs> I have been uh, doing work stuff. Mm-hmm. Has resulted in me um, spending a month and a half focusing only on that for the most part. Um, so this is my today was my, officially my last day doing that. So I'm now not doing that anymore. Um, I'm still going to be working with said group but um i finished that so that was a lot of fun so i've been doing that and uh enjoying this bottle of wine because i told everybody that i would in fact drink this entire bottle of wine today and i was just like you know what i am going to do this and some so at some point i'm probably going to leave to go get another drink and just go get another bottle just let's just down like three bottles by the end of this um you're back in the office in it yes all yes. right yeah that's how is that transition back i never asked because you've been back you back in the office for a good little bit now correct for two months um honestly it's very weird um it is very empty in the office um but um i have the problem is with all of this is my morning commute is i get on the bus um and my bus takes me right to work but instead of getting off at work i got off a few stops ahead of time to go to starbucks and boy howdy do i have fucking points galore with starbucks now i have bought a mug with my points it's points all points 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 um so all i do is been drinking starbucks every morning um and it's been a lot um and my bank is crying um so (laughs) that's literally me and uber like every day now at this point and now as the boomers tell me i'm not going to be able to afford a house for my entire lifetime because i've been drinking starbucks for the past two months um so that's been really great um no but overall it's been really good um i've learned quite a bit um and quite frankly i'm probably still gonna go into the office because honestly it's like a nice change of pace also we've been hit with multiple heat waves um over the past month and a half and uh that entire building is ac to hell so um it is fridges as i just wear sweaters all the time it is fantastic that sounds Um, amazing it's amazing. I sit down with my sweater. I have my own little desk. I have all my sticky notes, and uh, it's pretty great. So, yeah, it's been pretty good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, and then for me here, uh, I haven't been on just because I've been sick as well. I I caught the flu, not COVID. Somehow I didn't catch COVID, but I caught the fucking flu. Don't know how, don't know how that happens, but hey, you know the co- the the test says negative. I believe it. Uh, other than that, we've just been working, doing other stuff and everything like that. I've been kind of busy doing outside stuff, hanging out with friends and stuff like that. So uh, life has been good on, on on my front here, other than obviously getting deathly sick and having to take three days off of work. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, apparently I have Harvest Dead. We're finding it out here, uh, and I killed him. That's what it says here in the notes. Harvest Dead and freaking killed him. Um, apparently, I am now a FEMA agent. I've I've been a double agent this whole time. The reason why everyone has been kidnapped on this podcast by FEMA is because of me. Uh, I've been g- feeding them information, and now Harv is the first to be a victim to FEMA. So that's what it means. Harv is on vacation. Yeah, God. he's on vacation. We put him in a plastic box somewhere in the Bermuda. <laughs> But anyway, um, but yeah, uh, also, I have to mention uh, this just because it's a legal uh, thing. Uh, My attorney said I actually have to talk about this. Um, uh, I am legally binded to play Fortnite with Mario. Unfortunately, Um, we made a binding contract. I have to play three games of Fortnite with Mario in exchange for the Fortnite battle pass with Dragon Ball Z Goku. That's right. And um, I also get a 10 piece chicken nugget. Can you? Can you figure out which one I actually wanted out of this deal? <laughs> uh, not only that, though, it was a two-page document. And I did a line oh, that's right, right after, like Mario gives him the battle pass and chicken McNuggets, mm-hmm. but then I drew a line, and then on the other side of the paper was a line leading up to, and also gay now. <laughs> yeah, so we had to, we had to, <laughs> we had to uh, rectify that because, like, I'm not gay, right? So I was like, you know, how about this? I will give you. I will be after this. I will. I will now be point zero one percent more gay than I was before. And he's like, "Yeah, that works." <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't be part of something that I'm not. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know how it is. But anyway, also apparently, Paper Girls was Poggers. Yes, talking about, of course, uh, the little live show we did that weekend Mm -hmm. where we watched the finale episode it was a lot of fun uh thank you amazon for giving us that opportunity uh it's our second opportunity with them hopefully there's more in the future hell yeah and how so how was paper girls you've watched the whole thing yeah at this point yeah yeah no i i I think it's a really good adaption i've actually been reading the book um Mm -hmm. i'm on book three as of right now so i basically have covered everything that's happens in season one um i think the show is actually better in a lot of ways it is a lot lower budget clearly there's stuff things that they're just not going to probably do but i think what they did best was to focus on the characters themselves oh my god harv is alive he's in the (laughs) he's in the chat oh no oh this is a fema account yeah it's not harv (laughs) oh no We got we got the account. He we like we had to torture him a little bit for the password. We did surprisingly pretty easy. We just smacked him around a little bit. He was like, oh, "Okay, fine. Here's the password." <laughs> uh, so this this is my female agent Clyde. Uh, he's a good guy. Uh, you know, he's also Canadian. He's from Saskatchewan. So uh, yeah, shout out to Clyde. I just want to know how you uh, somehow hacked into his uh, Twitch account and made him say that. We, That's incredible. We, no, we're we're not hacked. No, he gave us the password. We you know. We're female. We get everything out of everybody. Voluntarily under duress. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, and here's the here's the picture of yeah. Set, here's, the, uh, here's the document where it says Mario will buy Frank ten piece chicken McNuggets. Uh, he says specifically he wants the McDonald's McNuggets and the battle f- uh, battlefield uh, battle battle pass. If Frank plays at least three times, so you have to play with me at least three times. And then on the back it just says and is gay now. <laughs> <laughs> and as you see, I had to. He had to added, fix it a little bit. It, what is that? Point zero one one percent. Yes. So there you go. It's, it's on our like, Twitter account. 
<laughs> I just posted it on Twitter. <laughs> nice. It's like it's like you know how you have your heritage, like you do your DNA at me, and they're like you're point zero one percent like Spanish or some shit, right? And then, so I guess in my DNA now, because of this contract binding contract, I'm now point zero one percent gay. <laughs> It's a legally binded contract. My lawyer looked this over and she was like, yeah, it's fine. On the document, there is a signature for his lawyer. A lawyer did go over this. We have to notarize mm-hmm. this. By the way, it's not a real lawyer. It's our other coworker, Kieran. Shout out to Kieran for being my lawyer for free. Love is it. it. Can you be a lawyer for somebody if you don't charge them money? I mean, I've watched Better Call Saul, sure. Yeah. Like pro bono? But you had to be part of the bar to even be called a lawyer, right? Like, legally? Fuck if I know. Uh, I just, can I just find some guy off the street and be like, you want to be my lawyer? No. The only, the only yeah, law okay. I know is just Saskatchewan law. You're a notary. Yeah. You can get, basically anybody can become a notary. Okay, you can get I didn't know that. Notarized. Uh, okay, so I'm looking at this here, and it says conversation themes the rehearsal. Somebody, somebody TLDR the army. What, what is the rehearsal? Who wrote this? So Me. that conversation okay. themes usually. I mean, if you want to do it at the beginning of the show, that's fine. I watched it as well. So, mm-hmm. is it a TV show? It is a TV show. Um, mm-hmm. if you haven't, since you probably have seen most more of it, I've only seen the first episode. Feel free. Well, I'm to. always. Oh, I want to let you know. I watched this yeah. literally before I came here. Oh, Ooh, the whole thing. Okay. No, I just watched one episode. Oh, cool. So we're on the oh, same so page. Fresh. We're on the same and, page, though. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest. It's as if someone took my mind and then made it into a television show. It is the most what absurd. Is this? Uh, okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. Okay. I'm not going to look it up in, yet. Yeah, there don't. is a man in his townhouse, and he's, like, watching Jeopardy and is answering some of the questions and he hears a knock at the door. So he goes to the door and a guy walks in and it's Nathan Fielder. And if you don't know who Nathan Fielder is, by all means, just wait a moment as I explain who this man is. So he comes in and makes some comments. He's just like, man, there's a lot of doors here. And then he makes a few comments about like, oh, should I keep my shoes on? Should I keep them off? Oh, or maybe I should take my shirt off or keep it on again. Ha 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 ha. And then they go to the guy's bookshelf and he's just like, oh, um, you have like a lot of books, like a lot of books and things here. And he's just like, yeah, I have like a lot of media and collections. And there's one that says like how to be really good at sex. And he's just like, oh, we, we, like we're very much alike and they're making jokes. And then they sit down and have a conversation about why Nathan is there. And the reason why Nathan is there is the person is looking to... Like, he's kind of talking about his life and also the fact that he has a, essentially a, like, it's, oh God, it's a group that he goes with every week. Um, and It's a trivia group. It's trivia. It's yeah. a trivia group. And he, you find out that he actually lied about the fact that he doesn't have a master's, he just has a bachelor's. And then Nathan opens up about the idea, almost in like a th- kind of like wall-breaking moment, explaining why he's there in the first place was because he has lived out this entire scenario thousands of times. He is he has a factory on the outskirts of Brooklyn and he um has this entire like inside this like abandoned warehouse is like an entire replica of this guy's home. That's right. From the, the front to the back to yes. ev- absolutely everything set up. 
because what happened was he's just like, do you remember last week when um, there was a group that came in because of a gas leak? And he mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, I remember this. And he's like, that wasn't a gas leak. That was my team. And they took an entire scan of your entire apartment yes. and made a total virtual ex- like like outline and out- like overlay of your entire apartment. And we replicated it to the T. Yes. And what kind so of black he, mirror shit is this? What the fuck? Straight up black he, mirror, dude. It's not even and close. And then he hired someone who looks like almost like very close An to him. An actor that's exactly identical to him. <laughs> And he outlit like he lived out this entire conversation a multiple of times. And then what they did was they played moments when he had that conversation with the actor to the real person and how identical they were. And it's this entire conversation so he could get confident with the um, and find out what the best scenario was because the actor actually took the rehearsal or specifically the like yeah rehearsal interview that this person had. And took it and watched all the mannerisms and saw how he reacted to certain things because he was asked a multitude of different questions. So he had this entire repertoire of like the mannerisms, how he'd react, what he would do. And so he outlived all like he yeah. they outplayed all of these different scenarios. And he's just like think of it your- think of it as like a skill tree. I, know, I understand. No, no, yeah, no, uh, this is this is but like, sense. but like a skill tree from like a Beyond Two Souls game where it just goes into so many directions. Like they play out all of those instances. And yeah, yeah, it's basically like it's basically like safe's coming, but for real life. So this is like, hey, th- uh, let me try this uh, dialogue option. Oh, it didn't work. Let me reload my save and try again. Oh, this one now gets me farther. Okay, let me let me try this dialogue branch or something like that. That makes total sense. It's it's fucking creepy as shit. That's some used stuff right there, but. Oh yeah, I, but it I gets get it. Weird. It gets crazier. It gets, it gets crazier. So what happened in this episode was he's just like, "How would you feel if we reenacted or specifically played out the scenario that you would have with your friend, who specifically he was concerned about because he's just like, she's going to get upset when I explain the fact I don't have a master's." And Nathan's just like, "I don't really understand why she would be upset, but how about we replicate that um, entire moment?" And he's just like. Um, it took a little bit of convincing. I'm not going to go into explaining how that happens because you need to watch to find out how he convinces them. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, there is a trivia night. I can get her to come to this trivia night with me. And so they're like, okay, where's the location? They take the fact, like this entire <laughs> warehouse and they replicate the entirety of the, the entire bar. bar. Even like the I way, like uh, even the way like the photo is crooked. They ma- they got the same photo and they made it crooked. Yeah. There's a full working bar. Yes. Live taps. Everything is there. And he's just like, how to to the moment? He's just like, okay, so I have this computer that has a, like, and we're going to be running these programs and scenarios. And so there's an entire, like, flow chart of what would happen. Yes. In Mm. any scenario, including to the moment where he's just like, he's about to tell her that he has, um, like, he only has a bachelor's degree. But then the bartender comes over and asks if you want to drink. And he's just like, okay, so if you're about to tell her, you need to make sure you're not finished your drink. So the bartender doesn't come over to interrupt you. Yes. Because if you have half of your drink, so you have to take many sips before you do this. And then they like, he had this specific table at the bar. And then when they finally get to the bar, to the wrinkle, everything is identical. It Mm -hmm. is absolutely terrifying. And I'm like, this is literally what happens in my brain. Because I think of like almost like every scenario that could happen. I'm like, okay, from best to worst scenario, what's going to happen? And then it's just like you play it out in your head. And I'm like, oh my god, 
this is horrendous. And like, I was sitting beside Lucas and he's laughing because he's just like, this is, this must be like what happens in your brain and constantly. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And they were just talking about the fact that <laughs> it's just like so many different things that were being pointed out. And I'm like, I don't like this. My my, yeah. One of my favorite parts in it was, I think at one point the, during the real scenario, a couple was sitting in the chair in which they were sitting, supposed to sit in for yeah. the, and I think they actually had a version of that in the, the rehearsal of yeah. what to say mm -hmm. in order to get them to move. And it was like, they planned everything, literally anything yeah. wrong that could possibly happen. They found a way to still pull it through. And we, there's a moment where you're like, is this person going to go through what they're here for and totally blow this whole thing. And honestly, it was riveting the entire way through. So it's yeah. wild. And this is only episode one. <laughs> like, yeah. well, there's going to be more crazy. scenarios, more rehearsals. It makes sense, though, because like when Fee said it the first time, like with the warehouse and everything like that with the person, I was thinking the same thing. It was just like, if you were if you were somebody who had the capacity to do something like that, would you do something like that? Right. Like, wouldn't you want to be prepared for almost every scenario? Wouldn't yeah. you want your experience to be the perfect experience? Like when we play like we're all gamers here, we've all played games like Mass Effect and uh, Dragon Age fallout all these things that are very story driven but have choices right and we've all done it where we've looked up like what is the best choice to get the best ending and in the in a way the rehearsal is the best ending for your personal life right like how do you get the best ending out of all the scenarios you constantly do because as humans we're gonna fuck up we're gonna say some dumb shit at some point right so that I, I think that's kind of cool. I would love to the, I can kind of see it in my head the way you're describing it. I would love to see it on screen yeah. just to kind of see like how that compares. But that sounds like a really cool show. It's a fucking weird show. And if you've never seen Nathan Fielder stuff before, I think it was Let Fielder mm. for You, I think is the name of the show. One one of my favorite ones was um, what was it? It was where <laughs> he tried to do or like you get free gas, but you had to do you have to just mail in a rebate. But you couldn't mail just in a normal mailbox. You had to find a mountain <laughs> like that was not far. And then buses of people would drive to it. And it was sort of like a last man standing kind of thing. And it was just hilarious. That and the, the kids, uh, him getting arrested because he had a robot that would rip his pants off if he didn't like undo his, uh, his, his uh, caps. That was so funny. I also posted a photo in our general chat. Just I'm looking at it right now. So that's okay. As a heads up, the second photo that's in that... Um, like in there is what the inside of the bar looks like this mm -hmm. is the actual bar from yelp oh yeah there you go so okay i see what you mean yeah that's kind of cool there yeah. is a yeah. little bit like difference there's just a slight difference but well, other than that it's perfect times they're from different yeah. times there's to the point where in that moment when they were going to the bar he, he's just like turn around and look up there is a smiley face balloon that's exactly in the same position as it is at the bar and so like where he was sitting you could technically just like look up and see the smiley face balloon in mm -hmm. either scenario whether he was in the fake bar or the real bar and it's just like to the T because I know like some people like they'll like at least I'm only speaking wow. from my experience where you're just thinking of like okay okay this is what I'm currently like if like in this like section like right here so like let's say I'm sitting in here in this room I'm thinking like okay how are different scenarios going to play out or if I'm at work I'm like okay I know that my sticky notes were like in this specific section or like the way that it was turned. And like when this specific thing happened, I know that the room looked like this and it's just wild mm -hmm. that it's like, 
and the person that he was helping called him Willy Wonka. Yeah. And I love the fact at the end they actually played uh, Pure Imagination. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So good. So I'm very excited to watch more. It was just very I've never honestly I've never seen Black Mirror before. Like I've never watched oh, really? the series. Oh yeah, shit. I'm, You'd love I it. But this isn't the like when I say like this is some Black Mirror shit, this wouldn't be like this I this wouldn't be the entirety of it. Yeah. This would be like an episode of Black Mirror. Yes. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Like I understand. And but I would even though I have never watched it before, I would definitely compare this to a Black Mirror episode because yeah. of just the nuance and um, like explanation yeah. I've received from about or about that show, but ugh, it was so weird. It was wild. Um, would highly recommend it. And even at the end, I'm not gonna say what happens, but there's a specific point, and Mario knows what happens. Um, I would highly recommend to watch the episode because there's just a moment where he has to think about it and think about like essentially it's like playing like an until dawn game where you have to think about mm -hmm. the path like yeah if i say this it's going to cause this specific reaction um so would highly recommend it um i'm gonna watch more and then we can yeah. come back and talk about it next week yeah it kind of it also kind of reminds me of those have you ever seen those military like uh, scenario kind of things that they create, like they'll create like a they'll create like a like a like a fake New York oh, yeah. to replicate if like Russians were to attack or something like that. And it's like this is the same kind of thing. It's like let's create a fake thing with a fake scenario and see how this plays out, so that you're ready for it when it comes to the day. I like the premise. I think it's kind of cool. It's definitely. I want to say it's been like it's 100 written by somebody who's played a game like Mass Effect and all those other ones. But it could you know. It could be anything, right? Yeah, and they just got approved for season two, so they're going to continue oh, okay. doing more of this. Yeah. Um, it's available on HBO Max in the States, um, which... Uh, yeah. Oh, I was just oh, going to okay. say, for Canadians, it is available on Crave. Um, so if you have Crave, it's available there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to move into what we've been playing. I'm going to start with Fee. Fee, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing three things. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to start, I'm going to keep the first one that I have listed for last. Um, first is I've been playing Played Up. It is a roguelike cooking game, which if you're like, Fiona, that doesn't make any sense. What is a roguelike cooking game? Um, so if you're familiar with like Overcooked, the premise of the story is you are cooks or how many cooks are joined and you get to select a specific food that you sell as well as the format or the layout of your restaurant and each time you go um, complete a level you get more items you can level up specific items to be able to get better versions of it for example okay i got a dishwasher um if i put it in the file cabinet to upgrade i could then get um essentially like a power washer and then the next time if i want to do it again i could level it up and then get an actual dishwasher um and if you get one specific order incorrect the game ends and then you have to start from the beginning and so it is a start to finish um it is a lot of fun would highly recommend it um i will admit since i have been essentially adulting for the past two months um my gaming experience especially when we've tried to play this is I can play a few rounds and then I will start falling asleep while playing it. Um, but that's just overall, I can't, I'm looking forward to actually playing it when I'm not completely falling asleep. Um, so I look forward to playing that at a later time. Um, I've been playing Murder by Numbers, 
which is a video game that came back um, that re was released, I believe, in 2019 or 2020. And the entire premise is there's murders that happen and you have to solve it with your pal. Um, your... Am, am I? What, what's happening, Mario? I was fixing your camera. Oh. Just making you more in focus. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. That makes sense. I appreciate that. Yeah. No I wanted the skull in the background, too. Oh, you want the skull in the background. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. I saw that. <laughs> sorry. Around and I was like, what, what's going on? What's happening? I'm just like, doo, 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 oh, doo, I, doo, I, doo. I'll point out if something's wrong. I was just fixing the camera. I thought it would make better if it looked better this way. No, I appreciate that. Um, so, yes, it was released in 2020. I'm just checking here. Um, and then it was released on Stadia in 2021. And the premise is you have to collect information um, or at least clues with your pal named Scout. And for a Scout to be able to scan the items or like clues, um, you have to do nonograms, which are essentially you get a grid and it says it's almost, the best way to kind of describe it is almost like Minesweeper. So you have to like it'll say like there's five in this particular row and then there's like seven in this column so you have I to have that app on my phone yes so there's a lot of stuff and then once you've completed it it creates an image so some people kind of um consider like notograms almost like paint by numbers but like a mathematical way of doing it um but it's very fun it would highly yeah that's what it looks like so you fill that out that's the same one i have i've actually two on my phone now um but it's kind of a fun one as well yes <laughs> Ooh. Um, one of them is very like almost um, I'm trying to think like the art style is almost like Greece like Gris and then that oh. one is like the standard one um, but yeah it's a visual novel style almost like an Ace Attorney game where they have like eccentric characters that you find and then you're trying to figure out who the murderer is um, with the main character who's named Honor and she's trying to figure out what the hell is happening because the first thing that happens is her boss gets fired and she was a detective in a TV show, but then thought that she could bring that information or like experience into the actual murder of her boss. And then other things just start happening around her, um, which is nuts. I'm not going to go into it, um, but Scout doesn't know his past at all. Um, he had a major reboot and then woke up and Honor found him. Um, so we don't know Scout's past, but it kind of seems a little sketchy from where I am. Um, I'm currently two out of four cases completed um i did start it last year but then i took a major hiatus so i'm getting back into it um i recently got a new sofa finally fiona finally got a new sofa um which i was planning on actually recording there um but i've just i honestly just sit on my sofa and play this on stadia so it's an easy way to do it so that's been another game. And then the last but not least, I've been playing the best battle royale. Yeah, fuck you, Fortnite. Um, is um, Naraka. Uh, Naraka. It yeah. is. And every single time, people keep on saying, oh, I'm really interested in playing, but no one ever wants to play with me. If you want to play Naraka with me, play. Yeah, people are looking away from me right now. I see you. Look, all right. <laughs> I've been playing a absolute ass ton of no, oh, no man's sky it's very hard to get uh, pulled away from that game okay so anyway i'm gonna talk to my real <laughs> friends now who are the audience so i've been playing, <laughs> I'm playing naraka yeah well maybe one of them would like to play naraka with me um so i've been playing naraka 
Um, if you are not familiar, it is a um, battle royale that recently was released in the West. It was out for a year um, in, I believe it was um, released in China, Korea, Japan, and I believe other countries. Um, I'm just trying to remember which ones. Um, but there are a set type of, um, there are set specific characters. You get sent onto this map and you're trying to win before essentially time runs out. One time I did, in fact, end up finding out what happens at the very end if no one kills each other, um, which results in a tie, but you essentially see the end of the world, which is kind of funky. Um, but instead of the usual, like, guns and building things, you get different things, um, like weapons such as swords, there's cannons, there's nunchucks, bows, crossbows, um the most broken weapon in the game which is a great sword if you've played naraka you know what i'm referring to um that sword is fucking bonkers um but yeah it's a lot of fun there's the different characters themselves have different abilities um the character who i've been playing the most recently is um yodohime who has an essentially and i'm saying i said that the great sword is broken she has an ability where she um, summons a massive greatsword and just flies up in the air and just starts swiping people um, slowly but surely. But then there's other characters that are more support who are like Harumi who heals um, or stuns people. There's Viper who will stun everybody in a specific radius. Um, but yeah, the storyline's really interesting. The characters themselves, they have their own like story arcs that you can go through. And the art style is really fantastic. They have like a very traditional um, style to them. And it's, it's, I wasn't expecting to like the game as much as I did. Um, unfortunately, due to work, I didn't get to complete the battle pass the last time around. Oh, um, no, not I the know, battle pass. I know. I got to 109 out of 130. Um, but I plan on playing it this round. What? What, why are you looking around? No, it's like most standard battle passes end at like 100 and there's like bonus levels. But I was just like, damn, that's not even finished. That's crazy. No. Yeah, no. like a lot of them have like a lot of new ones have like up to like 200 now. My God. No, I know. I think Siege has up to 200. I could be wrong on that, though. So many. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of levels, but honestly, it's just a lot of fun. I played with Fra um, I played with Frank oh, a little bit after he butchered my character because you can actually um do character creation in this particular game um which i've talked about previously um and butchered um kurumi um which made me very upset um and then i played a little bit with frank i've been on frank i parve my mm. apologies and or then clyde technically yes clyde um and then i've been playing with lucas um so it's been honestly the game that's been taking up the most of my time when i'm free um but if anyone is interested in playing with me i'm just ceramics as per usual um and yeah it's the storyline's very cool um they just released a new character um who i've heard has a shrilling voice but i have to check out and see what's going on with that one um, but yeah, would highly recommend if you're looking for a battle pass that's not a generic shooter. Um, yeah. I, I just want to mention your eyes. <laughs> I just want to mention uh, Dustin says No Man's Sky can definitely make you lose eight hours at a time. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I've, I've lost uh, days at a time. I don't even know what week it is, actually. It, oh, shit. We're in August? Fuck. <laughs> 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 
That got speaking me. Of, uh, <laughs> speaking of generic shooters, Mario, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I have been playing, uh, of course, I, I've, I've still been playing Fortnite. I've actually completed the battle pass for the season, so I have Dark Vader. <clears throat> but the real reason I want to talk about it is because they've added Dragon Ball Z content that is an addition to the battle pass. I don't think, I actually don't know if you need the battle pass to do it. Um, but I assume so, because that seems to be a lot of the stuff. If you have the battle pass, you can do the additional activities. But they actually brought up some uh, kind of cool shit with it. So it is a battle pass where you do quests, just like you do everything else. But the quests then lead you to get Dragon Balls. If you collect all seven Dragon Balls, you actually summon the dragon from Dragon Ball Z. And that is your float as you come down on the island. Um, the characters that you can buy are, of course, Goku, Vegeta, uh, Beatrice, which is a character I don't know about. I, the only character I give a fuck about is anything from the Cell Saga, and that's hey, hold, about hold, it. Hold on a second. You put respect on Beerus's name, right? That Beerus is, is a straight-up goat. Whatever. I don't watch Kai or whatever the fuck this bullshit's <laughs> called, okay? I just watch... I watch the original when it came out, and that's fucking it. So, um... Oh, and Bul uh, uh, Bulma as well. Um, but I've just been having fun because not only are they adding that as, like, an additional rewards to unlock, they actually always change something in the game itself and makes it weird and interesting. So, like... They actually added the Kamehameha as an item you can get that you can actually blast off in um, when capsules fall from the sky. So you grab the capsules and you can unlock basically this supercharge. You jump in the air and you fucking fire off this giant bolt of lightning at people. And it's fucking awesome. Um, they also add the Nimbus Cloud as a collectible in the game, too, that you can like just jump up in the sky and fly around. Um, it's also unlockable as an item you could just buy so you can come down on it. It just it's just fucking cool, man. It's just like Fortnite has still become the thing where when I grew up as a kid, I had a WWE wrestling ring that I would open up and I would pull out Ryu and fucking Hulk Hogan and I would just have them bash it out for like forever. Like that's what this game has become. It's literally like fucking Moon Knight can hang out with uh, Drake from Uncharted and Eddie Brock from the Venom movie. And then everyone just like has a good time. Dune characters were obviously in there not that long ago. Um, okay. And just... Just have a fucking good time. And I just like how they keep adding things to the game. And sometimes they become permanent. Like, for instance, Spider-Man, when Spider-Man was in it uh, for a huge bit there, you could swing around. They decided that they would want to keep that mechanic in there. So they created a whole new item that is similar to the one that was that item that's no longer Spider-Man gloves. It's its own grapple gun glove. And so they found ways to, like, keep the game just interesting, especially with the no build mode where you don't have to build a fucking thing anymore to enjoy the game. And it's just it's just a blast. So I know that. Everyone still talks shit on the game. I mean, it, it deserves it. Yeah, it deserves and, it. But to, as, to me, it's cool, right? It's cool yeah. to have all those skins. But yes. at the end of the day, it's still just a BR shooter. That's why no, I'm like, it, it, sure, uh, absolutely. But at the same time, <laughs> I I do love the way that it has other activities other than the BR element to it that you can still like. I will go in a match and I will try and complete as many activities as I can. And if I'm still close enough to potentially winning the match, that to me is just an extra bonus on top of that. But I also like the other things that they do. Like, for instance, you could watch literally entire seasons of Dragon Ball Z in the in Fortnite right now. Um, mm. That's actually one of the activities if you just want to watch it with your homies. Um, so I thought that that was pretty cool. So I just I, ha I have a blast uh, playing it yeah. all the time. And then, you know, maybe maybe I'll try building again. But right now I'm just been having fun with no build mode. Um, fuck that no fuck that building shit but mm -hmm. i was wondering why dragon Ball Z was even added to fortnite because it sounded mm -hmm. like it was just random right no i mean they've been but, talking yeah go ahead 
there's a movie coming out there's already. A, the Dragon the Ball out. Super Superheroes movie. Yeah, it came out this out weekend. In theaters now. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. There, there's the fucking cross promotion. Fun, funny, that makes sense. funny you say that though. It doesn't yeah. make sense because that movie's about Piccolo and Gohan, and they are not part of mm-hmm. the part of the thing. So uh, they might get added later. Um, but it just it's just kind of cool that fucking Superman and Goku can fucking hug. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. that, that image on the internet. I was like, this is this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not the only battle royale I've been playing this weekend. I actually got access to finally play My Hero Ultra Rumble, which is the My Hero Academia b- uh, Battle Royale, which is, to me is awesome. It's a fucking fantastic idea, because if you've ever watched the My Hero anime, uh, there are episodes where they do training and they have teams fighting against each other. And that's literally what this fucking thing is. It is eight teams of uh, three teaming up together to fight the other teams to be the, the last team standing while rescuing people in the actual uh, student area where they do trainings in. And it's the same battle, same battle royale shit where there's like different things you can do to level up your skills. Um, but you can play as all of pretty much majority of the characters that when they, you know, that you're, that is available right now. There's only like, I think for the demo, there was at least like maybe 11 to 15 characters. But it's mm-hmm. like all the main ones. It's Deku. It's Baku, uh, Bakugo. It's uh, even um, not Ultraman. What the fuck am I trying to say? All Might. All Might. There you go. All Might. The bad guys are in there as well. Froppy, of course, is in there as well. You can level up. Like I said, they have different abilities that interact with each other. Um, there are fun things when it comes to like things you can unlock which are character related you know skins Uh, there's battle damage skins there's um skins related to like if there were villain versions of your characters that you love um that's kind of cool yes there's also um my favorite was there's a fantasy episode where they do like sort of a dungeons and dragons uh themed thing Uh, i think it's actually just an intro to um the show and they have those skins in the game too so you can dress up as those characters i i've had a blast with it honestly it is it's got those like obvious like uh anime game jank as you would if you ever you know what i'm saying but i i I, as a unity feeling yeah Yeah, or like you press you press jump and it's like takes a second like it has like Mm -hmm. that um, but it's cool just to see how they combine characters and like Shoto, Shoto's one of my favorite characters. He's both a fire and ice wielder and the way that they use his abilities is kind of cool. He does sort of like the ice man sliding around the ground and does like the wall, but then he shoots fireballs from afar. Um, of course, uh, all might has like his thing is he could just jump really far and just Superman Hulk jump mechanics, right? Yeah, straight up Hulk mechanics. Yeah. He commits like uh, tornadoes and stuff. Um, and then, of course, you have the, the Deku who he like sh- his whole thing is because he has the power. Uh, he goes like this and he shoots like uh, air balls <laughs> at, at you. And it's fucking really cool. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun. It's only uh, like a two night uh, demo. So I only got to play for like really one night. Um, I'm excited for it when it comes out. It's going to be free to play. I can't wait till they add more characters because there are other characters that I would love to see, uh, to see um, in the game as well, except for the great fucking guy. Fuck that guy. Um, so I, I'm honestly, I'm really excited to play this game. Um, I assume there's going to be a battle pass right now. It's just been cosmetics in terms of like unlocking stuff. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But hey, I played an anime game and it was not terrible. So I had a good time with it, to be honest with you. You played Persona, technically an anime game. No, that's fair. But I spent like anime based games. Like I don't play those because I know that there's like a certain thing to them. Um, unless it's Dragon Ball Z Fighters. That one's fucking kind of dope. Um, mm. 
And out of the playing game, I did more of an experience with We Are OFK. Um, this is that game, if you remember, it was the PlayStation uh, showcase not that long ago where it was sort of mm. like, it's a visual novel slash um, music video maker kind of thing. But I only played the first episode. I wonder if there's more to explore with the, vi the music video thing. Because to me, it was just sort of like mini games that you play while the music video happens. So I'm curious like how that translates. But uh, I only played the first episode. I got to say, I don't think I was a huge fan of it. Primarily, I thought that the writing was very um, one notey and very like, uh, aren't we just uh, tired of our jobs and don't we want to do these creative endeavors and, you know, um, we just want to party. And um, the only way I can describe it is like, I have like Gen Z fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> and it does not help right. it does not What's help gen z fatigue explain this so i played that I game i played one episode of that game and then i immediately watched the movie bodies 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 and that's essentially just gen zers uh hanging out in a uh basically a mansion playing werewolf and uh the way that they're like throw words like toxic and gaslighting and it's like uh just all these like I think I, I, I think Mario I actually understand what you're saying. I'm one hundred percent, and it just got it just got yeah. grating at a certain point to the point where it's like you're like running up against your dick in the dirt and scrubbing it. Like it was that bad. Like it was. I didn't have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I under I, no, I totally understand what you're saying. It makes us seem old, but yeah, I understand. I one hundred percent understand what you're saying. Okay, so I was like, I just wanted to like specifically chime in because I did play a demo a few yeah. months ago and I had to stop playing it. I'm like, this seems like something that should be right up my alley. Let's talk about it. Um, it was, there was potion making. It was a essentially a very comfy game. It was about a young woman who, um, who came from a magical family who was told that she was acting up so she had to go stay at this town to become like essentially the town like essentially healer slash potion maker slash witch um, and I don't think like I was just like I'm really excited for this the artwork's beautiful I, for I apologize I will remember at the moment that I like because I'm trying to find the name there was a there was a lot of games this year that came up with the name like witch and stuff in it so I need to like remember the name but there was like uowo moments and Ooh. then there was like XD and like <laughs> oh, fuck and, no. and I was just like I uh. I'm not okay with it like I I don't know it's just because you're like you're supposed to be playing the character so you're supposed to be you're supposed to feel as though that like you're playing this character this is mm -hmm. you because you're just like is someone like if this was a set character who was doing this, I'd be like, okay. But if you have a character creation and you have to make your character, mm -hmm. but then you're mm -hmm. supposed to feel like you're that person. I'm like, any of the responses that are listed here, I would never say this or like, they just didn't feel like there was enough range in the reactions. It was either being a very like snooty, like I'm better than everybody and I don't need to be here or like, Oh my God. Oh, I'm so sad. And I'm just like. You, nailed, so you, sad. You, you, you nailed it on the head uh, to the point where it's like, 
I played a game similar to this. That game was called Boyfriend Dungeon, and I think it just did a much better job of elevating the story along with being about younger people, um, yeah. telling younger stories and complex stories. And, and this is all based on episode one. I know that there's five episodes. I have access to all of them, but I'm only played one of them. Two episodes are out now, and then the other two episodes, I think, are released weekly. Um, I just, I don't see myself wanting to continue because most of the game is just this. You're just sitting there letting these people, t- and then you pick uh, voice uh, things when, I, when it's like they're texting. And um, mm-hmm. I just don't find the characters that compelling. I mean, I, I've been in situations like theirs, for instance, of them hating their jobs. And so I definitely understand it. The other thing is, and again, I'm speculating. And uh, by the way, this game was provided um, uh, from, from uh, Pop Agenda. They gave me a code, so that's why. I want to be say that that was provided this, so so I'm being fair about it. Um, I didn't buy it. Um, the The game to me, and this is no no um, shade towards the creators of the game, because clearly there was a lot of work done into this. It feels to me like the game is written, directed, and the music is created by uh, one guy, <laughs> and then there's like other people that do a lot of the other roles, and it just feels like it's this one guy just trying to do everything, and it just he needed it needed like other people in the room that's just to me how it yeah, feels kind of like uh what fez i think was another one of those games the Fe- phil fish game fez is like that but fez doesn't have like a story that's just like yeah it's but just, i mean like the one person working on the whole yeah, game yeah. type shit yeah, yeah. well i meant maybe mostly on the story like i think that yeah. needed just a little bit more massaging other than just like this is my voice and i'm like well maybe this is me maybe need to work be right back that's fine solo dev type games yeah when you're telling complex stories, it you benefit so much from having yeah. multiple perspectives in the room. Yeah, Correct. I I just feel like this game very much was like Twitter to the game, where like you know it just felt like all those things you see just all packaged in a 50 minute episode that I was playing or what experiencing is really the way that you should say it. And I just think that it wasn't compelling enough for me to want to even continue. Now, will other people have a totally different perspective on it? Yeah, go ahead. This has been on my list for a while. I was really excited mm-hmm. for this. I haven't picked it up because I am broke. Uh, but yeah, no. I'll, uh, I'll I'll probably still check it out. Sure. But it, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'll I'll ch- um yeah I'll I'll see if there's a way that maybe we can share uh, Steam uh, account. You maybe check it out that way. Yeah, you can do the family share thing like we do. Yeah, we could probably see if that works out. If it works on Mac or whatever. Um, but uh, either way, I'm not saying no one should not play this game. I just think that it's just not for me specifically. Um, and I did listen to the uh, kind of funny games cast kind of talk about it, and there's similar feelings there. Um, so I feel like I'm not necessarily alone which made me feel good but at the same time there are gonna be people that love this fucking thing and i'm 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 all here for that personally yeah well i just want i just want to say mario i really appreciate your opinion on it and you being very like like for like upfront about it because i know you were very excited about this game um i know sly's very excited to play this game as well so being able to for you to say like hey like i was really excited about this game but you know what this is not the game that i'm specific like 
I thought this game because sometimes it happens. There are going to be games where we are like super pumped for, and then it's just not great, or vice versa, where you're like, "Hey, I'm never going to play this game," and then you're like, "Wait a second, this is like game of the year for me." Um, so having being able to be like upfront and forefront about it and saying like, "Hey, this is just not the game for me," like I appreciate that rather than you being like, "Oh, it's a really great game," and then we all played and we're like Mario, and you're just like, "Yeah, it's definitely my game," and I'm just like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." okay <laughs> yeah because even like if again like i said we, we i got the the code through the uh pop agenda i do want to at least be like honest about it it's like you know what i gave it on a shot i played through the first episode which is a commitment it's a 55 minute commitment they even tell i do like that it does tell you how long each episodes are um so you can kind of did you time yourself to see like if it I, actually is 55 minutes no but i assume that it would be because you know you have to make choices so i might have paused and i know i stopped at yeah. one point to do something okay. else but uh ultimately i i just yeah i just think that someone's gonna like this and i'm all for for them to enjoy it yeah because game let's be real here games are made for for everybody right but it's not necessarily gonna resonate with everybody so yeah. you find one you just didn't resonate with it's all good you know what i mean yeah. it happens yeah also i remember the one that i was trying to look up it was witchy life story which is not my jam it looks mm. like my jam just not my jam at all mm-hmm. I, like i don't know the art style was beautiful the other characters were very intriguing it's just the main character was just not my jam yeah on that note sly what is going on with pax <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I've been out of it, so I haven't been playing a lot, but I did have to submit my schedule request, which is always, like, the most stressful part of PAX is the schedule request form, uh, and it feels like a very challenging video game every time I have to pull it out. But, yes, in two weeks is West. Very excited. It's my first show back working since east 2020 which is something that happened that i experienced uh but yeah it's my first show back post everything so we'll we'll see how it goes but yeah i'm very excited for pax and looking forward to it well welcome back to pax um i'm sure it's gonna be this is gonna be pretty cool um i know me and mario were looking to try to go to a pax at some point I don't think that's probably happening this year again. Yeah. Uh, just because it's just hard. It's hard to get the time. It's hard to get the money. It's hard to get the 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 scheduling kind of down for everything, right? Especially since we got to go to Riot Fest for sure. What's your? Would East be the closest show for you? It would technically would be the. Be? It would be the closest. We just have to schedule it out that way. Um, I really wanted to go to uh, West, but uh, I inherited an apartment, so now I just absolutely can't go. No. So I have to figure that out. Yeah. Well, more than likely next year for sure we'll probably go to PAX. Now that we can probably figure it out. If I have to pay for Mario's ticket, I probably will. But we're gonna go to a PAX next year. It's gonna happen. We're gonna we're try and get. Go. We're gonna try and get like, passes through media. I'm gonna try our best, but we have to. We're gonna try our goddamn damnest. If you're media out there, for if you're one of the uh, one of the people watching us right now, please send me your email. I will uh, send us to PAX. I'll talk to FEMA. We'll we'll create like a little sponsorship here. FEMA, can you sponsor us at PAX? Um, but yeah, other. On the topic of uh, apocalypses, I've been playing uh, some No Man's Sky. Um, 
I like the game. I think it's really good. I've heard mixed thoughts about it. We obviously know about the uh, it's Rocky launch. Uh, we, we do know that it's been redeeming itself. So like, you know, they've been putting out steady updates and everything like that. I like the game, but I like these type of games. And that's the only reason why I like this game where it's go get resources. You take those resources, you mold it into something else. You take that resource and you build something with it. I like those kind of games, those survival type games. And No Man's Sky does that. It has that where you can just go on any planet. Each planet has its own separate type of resource and everything like that. And you just explore. The only problem I have with it, it is it has a weird structure to how it introduces these themes to you, right? Like, oh, you can be John Luke Picard and have your own frigate and have your own fleet, right? Question is, why is it getting introduced to me 10 minutes into the game? Um, I, I'm not ready for that big of a commitment yet. It's weirdly structured in a way that, like, you will find... commission issues. I have terrible commitment issues, but like you'll find like stuff that is obviously a whole expansion, thinking that this is the natural progression of the game and then finding out by the very end of it that, oh, I just completed a whole expansion. All right, I guess that's cool. And it'll just kind of end right there. Um, I had this happen with uh, the settlements. So I found a settlement like almost an hour into the game and the game kind of locked me out and in, in like being able to interact with people. until like a little bit later. And then I randomly just started doing those missions in the middle of like something else thinking, oh, like, this is part of the story. Right. And then it just ends. It's like, oh, yeah, you did everything here. It's over. Bye. And you're like, OK, what do I do now? Like, oh, I completed an expansion. Got it. Okay, now to find the next expansion and do that storyline thing. It's a little bit weirdly structured. Like, if you've ever played, like, Fallout or any of those other games, they give you the main story first, and until you progress into a certain part of the story, that's when they unlock the expansion stuff. This, they're like, yeah, dude, you want to frigate here? You have it, like, right off the bat if you have the resources for it, right? It's like, okay, cool, I guess. Um, Which gives it the weird problem of I have no idea where the what my motivation is to continue moving on in this game because there's no clear goal it's keep doing stuff until something unlocks and then you can go down this branch of stuff and then it just ends so i that i'm at a i'm at kind of like that area where if you once you put like 60 hours into a game you're like do i commit more time to see where this is going or have i committed enough time to kind of be like yeah i want to play something else so no Man's Sky, I love it. I think it, I think what they've done with the game so far is really cool. Um, I like some of the ideas. It does get a little repetitive after 60 or so hours. Um, I, I want to see what they do in the future, but for right now, I might have to put it on the shelf for a little bit just because I want to play other things like Doom. I've been playing a lot of Doom recently. I mainly just because I've been hearing the soundtrack everywhere and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a playthrough that. Um, I'd never finished Ancient Gods, the DLC. The, there's like a two-part DLC on there. I played it once, and it was like, in, like hard. It was super hard. It was almost impossibly hard, and I didn't understand why. And then I looked up uh, a video on something called the uh, Doom, uh, or I think it's Doom One or Doom Two, uh, the Plutonia experiment, which which was a 
basically a very 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 hard version of doom levels for like the people who are like kind of like super pros at it and it was developed by people at id a small team i think of like two people or something like that and it was just like if you've ever seen like those old school doom levels where they'll throw like a thousand things on the map and then like you just have to like fight all of them and that's the goal just to win that's basically what plutonia plutonia like started and I never understood why Ancient Gods was so hard right off the bat. And now I know it's kind of just Doom Eternal's version of Plutonia. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to try to play it. I played it, got my ass absolutely destroyed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to restart from the beginning and get good again. And that's exactly what I did. Um, I'm halfway through the game right now. I'm getting back to like how you're supposed to play the game. It is a little confusing at first, but once you get it, like once you get how Doom is meant to be played, you're like, oh, okay, everything just kind of clicks and everything gets a lot easier. Oh, either though, it is insanely impossible. Mar and I posted some TikToks. Mario seen the the doom one it is a hectic game but i love it it's fun we're gonna i'm gonna go through that and just play through it and then eventually hopefully get to ancient gods and finally see what the hell that was all about and then uh my last game that i played was uh, a little bit of a boomer shooter i've been playing this game called the blood so in my in my research of doom like all these all the all the history of doom uh and id and all that stuff i've been uh i a name came across a bunch of times. You have Shadow Warrior, you got Duke Nukem, and then you got Blood. And I've never played Blood. And Blood has kind of been the inspiration for a lot of other kind of like these kind of FPS horror shooter games because it's basically a, a, a horror shooter. You play as a guy named Caleb who is a Western gunslinger who is a disciple of a demon called Chernabog. If I remember correctly, I'm, I'm saying this at the top of my head. I played the, I don't even I barely remember the story, but him and his disciple Chernabog decides his disciples are going to like betray him or some shit. And uh, one of his disciples is Caleb's wife. Uh, she gets fucking taken by a gargoyle. He gets put into a grave and every other person in the in Chernabog's uh, fleet is killed. Um, the game starts with you waking up, of course, with a. Evil Dead reference. <laughs> the the old classic if you remember uh evil ash when he comes out of the grave he goes i live again and then that's literally how blood starts and then it's just references from uh, like army of darkness the crow and a bunch of other horror movies and stuff like that but it is a shooter it is a fast-paced shooter actually uh so caleb is a gunslinger so he does stuff like you know he moves quick he has a flare gun that he shoots zombies with so if you shoot a zombie with a flare gun eventually they catch fire same thing for the cultists and you know the double barrel shotgun he's got tnt he's got a uh a napalm launcher this game is supposed to be like kind of ridiculous but also omega levels are hard i like if you've ever played doom it's doable doom on like every difficulty is super doable this game i had to crank it down a little bit because i was not having, i was not having a good time i was like I'm, I, this 1998 shooter is kicking my ass and i'm actually getting mad uh so i kicked it down a little bit and it actually the game's really fun it it's different in the way those other boomer shooters kind of did where it was hey you're just kind of onslaughting these enemies there's a little bit of strategy to how you encounter these enemies you got to kind of think like if i turn this corner there's going to be people with guns and i will get shot can i live through that do then you might have to crouch you might have to throw a, a tnt across the corner you might have to think a little bit outside the box 
it's 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 a really fun game in that respect but it is insanely hard whoever downloads this game is a uh masochist it's absolutely insane but i'm loving it so far it is gory it is bloody it is uh horrific and i'm only on episode one i think i'm about close to the end of it and i want there's a there's a little reference to this circus boy in the game there's like a there's a this is like the 1800s by the way this, this is really like this is olden days but there is a circus poster and it says jojo the idiot circus boy and i want that as a sticker for my water bottle so it could just say jojo the idiot circus boy but yeah, other than that, that's that's really all I've been playing. It's it's been uh it's been more of like a I told Mario uh, over some sushi. I wanted to play games more in root of what I started with, just because like gaming recently has just been so stagnant and fucking boring. Um, I think everything is just kind of samey. You know what I mean? Like everybody's just fighting for the the buzzword of the of the year, and I'm like, yeah, I just kind of want to play something different. So I'm kind of trying to go back to my roots wait is that a is that a reference to another reference carlos oh god from tommy boy does tommy boy have a jojo the idiot circus boy reference if so please send that to me that's hilarious i think he does fuck i'm gonna find it <laughs> but anyway oh uh, <laughs> uh, i was gonna push it over to mario for this next one mario's gonna go ahead and find that um i found it <laughs> You found it? Tommy, Feet. Tommy want wingy. <laughs> oh Got my it. god. I love it. I love it. It is it is a fucking Tommy Boy reference. But is is Tommy does Tommy Boy predate blood or is this post blood? I mean it, that's movies like from like 94, so I don't know. Like Yeah, so it would it would be it could be a blood reference. So I mean it could be a Tommy Boy reference, I mean. Wow. Um Fee, I'm handing it off to you. You've been watching some B99. Um is this is this show over? I'm rewatching okay. it. Okay. Um, for people who don't know, it's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, yeah, no, I just decided that I was gonna just rewatch a few of the shows that I really enjoy. Um, I rewatched the entirety of um, Parks and Recreation, um, which re makes me realize that once um, you cut away from me, I'm gonna go grab something because that I bought recently, um, which is related to um, Parks and Recreation. But no, I've been rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine and. It is a really funny show. Um, and I appreciate the fact, and I know that at near the end, it was getting a lot of understandable hate because of the time that the last season was being released um, was in 2020. So there was a lot of uh, dislike um, for um, police. Which I'll is just say it. Hey, Cab. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I like rewatching it. I'm realizing how much they just dog on the police the entirety of the show. The amount of like hate that the, like it's not so much hate. It's just like the blatant like okay, there's like one specific captain who is just like he's an like honestly he's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he was just essentially he was there, and they're like, wow, you did such a great job. Wow. Oh, it's a white man. Oh, yay. He, like, stopped one person. Oh, yay. He's now a captain, even though he wasn't actually part of the police academy. Whoa. And mm -hmm. then now that he, like, essentially did nothing, actually, um, the epi um, for some premise, there was an episode where he loses an entire massive bag of cocaine in a backpack because he left evidence on the floor. He's just like, oh, yeah, I left it um, in, um, in essentially um, the precinct. It was just a... 
um, a backpack that had a bunch of cocaine in it and I left it on the floor and they all helped him find it and then he gets promoted again and they're just like yeah because of course he did that um but there's just a lot of very difficult episodes especially the episode if you're familiar it's um one where terry is looking for one of his children's stuffed animals um and he gets stopped by another policeman and they're just like you're in the wrong neighborhood um you shouldn't be here and he's just like i live here and they address a lot of really terrible things that happen um and Honestly, I kind of miss that there's um, like that they're no longer on the air um, because they did point out a lot of not so great things that happen. Um, not not even within the police um, police precincts and like what was happening around them, but like outside as well. Um, but a lot of it was internal issues. Like a lot of the time that they were struggling, it was internal, um, just power plays and just people who like are just terrible people but they are in a place of power so they get away with whatever the hell they want um so yeah it's been a really fun ride um watching it i'm currently on season seven um i don't know what to watch next um but yeah i i here's the thing i'm debating if i want to read the comics first or if i want to list because i have the audiobooks um for sandman because it actually once again do the audiobook one of them she was a part of it because they had they had like 10 actors play out different characters yeah um, for sandman i'm gonna look that up Um, actually and so i um i I know every time i'm on this podcast i talk about audible um but one of the like we're not sponsored not sponsored i know i'm not we're not sponsored but i'm saying that like one month um they did in fact give the first um sandman um book as essentially a free book um, each month that you're subscribed, you get like essentially, um, like you get a free book. And I got Sandman, and I'm like, interesting. Like, oh. at the time, I wasn't, I was very confused um, because it was just like a guy with like absolutely bonkers hair. And I'm like, I'm not familiar with the Sandman. Um, but it's been in my like, I want to listen, um, which now I'm realizing I've been trying to like, I've been flip flopping between a few audiobooks. Um, and I'm just like, I'm not really sure which one I want to like stick with until like from start to finish because there are some audiobooks and I'm like I only use listen to this audiobook when I'm cleaning or if I'm doing stuff around my apartment or like if I'm commuting I go take and um, read another um, or listen to another one but now I'll listen to that one. Fee, this fucking cast is crazy. Correct. So yeah, uh, Taron Edgerton from the fucking uh, Kingsman movies. Cat Dennings mm-hmm. plays Death. Riz Ahmed is the Corinthian. Uh, Taron Edgerton plays John Constantine, which is fucking dope as hell. Awesome, uh, dude. I already want to listen. It's to fucking this now. no. The David Tennant's in this. The, some of these actors though are actually in the show, so it's fucking even cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, so I'm gonna download that now. Um, yeah. Because I do still have it. Um, yeah, The Sandman. Because I have it, just like I might, I might have to download this too. I've read the. the Carlos says add one, uh, add the one more listen to Neverwhere. Neverwhere. Neverwhere, Carlos. What is Neverwhere? Yeah, I'm in the middle of listening to Death of the um, Death on the Nile and A Promised Land by mm. Barack Obama. Um, but I can definitely Neverwhere. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you... Oh, it's another um, Neil Gaiman one. Oh, it is. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Okay. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? 
bought. I'm buying it now. Just buying it. All right, buy now. Yeah, yeah. Because you recommended it, I'm gonna listen to it. Okay. Hell yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm jumping into the rabbit hole, the Neil Gaiman rabbit hole. Yeah, why not? Uh, speaking of the Neil Gaiman rabbit hole, Mario, you've been watching Sandman. How has that been? Yeah, it, uh, it has come out. It is uh, available on Netflix, the entire first season, which is, I believe, 10 episodes. I have an interesting history with Sandman. It is a comic book that I decided, you know what, I'm going to... Check this out. It's got dark, spooky themes, and so I wanted to uh, really get into it. Uh, oh no! Everyone's just leaving. Everybody's just disappearing. You know what? That's fine. I'll. I'll I'm gonna. Let's go. So, Sandman is a book I read in college. Fuck them. There, it's a book I read in, co- in college. It is very interesting. Um, is one of the first comic books that I've read of Neil Gaiman. Um, who before the only thing I had experienced was probably Coraline, which is a pretty awesome uh, animation. Um, I've never read the book or anything, but it, it's still a solid project. Sandman, though, is uh, one of those things where if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, it might be a little hard to get into. But the show, I think, does a good job of translating what is on the page and really bringing it to life in a lot of instances. Specifically, I think um, it kind of follows the similar trend of like how how people enjoy, I would say, Watchmen, the the Zack Snyder movie, and how faithful it is in terms of every episode is just a book or a, a chapter in from the book itself from the first three uh, uh, three volumes. And I was shocked that to see that that that's how they were going to tell the story, um, how they were literally going to go story by story. And Sandman is interesting because it's a continuous story, but at the same time, it has a lot of anthology to it. So you can kind of jump in in certain aspects, but there is still an ongoing thing. And the story overall is very basic. It's, uh, it's literally just Sandman is trying to collect his things <laughs> for, a, for a period of time. But while they do that, they introduce the, this sort of world of this endless, this sort of like uh, almost like pre, um, oh, my God, anthropomorphized version of like concepts. So like dream, death, desire, um, destroy, despair. Um, they are in this world are all siblings that it, sort of like God more than gods is the best way to, to describe them. And in this story, it's really just trying for them to, you know, sort of deal with human shit. And uh, I think they do a really fantastic job illustrating that and bringing that to life. Um, There are things I never thought I'd see in in live action. Um, There are also things that they do change because it's a Netflix show. They tend to, I wouldn't say they cheapen things. I just say that they they change things. I mean, they change things for both on Ellen Riddle Academy. They change things for, obviously, you know, people's, expectations of cowboy bebop um they're probably going to change things for that one piece tv show and you know avatar coming out in the future oh god i forgot about the one piece tv show yeah that's gonna be a day that's gonna be the day that i might even start watching one piece content ever because i don't know i know nothing one you will not watch one piece content no 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 it's like no no i'm talking no i'm talking about that show and that's it i'm not saying i'm like getting getting into the anime no fucking way like that is 1200 i'm saying am i right see that's like 1200 episodes going on one piece isn't it yeah 100 i'm way too far gone i'm not gonna definitely check that out but i will check out uh this fucking thing um but ultimately yeah uh uh, Nerd Day brings up uh, Stardust. Fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, the cast is pretty incredible. I am, have currently uh, been obsessed with the the actor that um, is playing. 
plays death is fucking awesome. But I also love uh, the person playing Desire, who they are now uh, my... Oh, god damn it. Why is everything... Hold on. I have to clear off my wallpaper. That plays. That is my wallpaper now. Um, they are incredible as Desire. They look exactly how they do in the comic. And every facial movement they make looks fucking perfect so definitely uh watch the show for them even though they're only in like not that long not that many episodes but yeah i i'm having a blast i'm i'm very happy for what they did it's definitely a slow burn show so it's definitely one of those ethereal like sort of move kind of things and so it might take you a while to get into it but once you are sort of locked into what the world is i think you'll you'll be interested to potentially continue more and today i just found out they released two bonus episodes which are based on short stories part two in it and so part one part two based on stories that are from the book of course um and the cast for that is stacked majority of that cast is actually from the audiobook james mcavoy's in it um David Tennant, uh, even Neil Gaiman plays a character. Um, it looks like Kevin Smith is in the audiobook, which is awesome. <laughs> which in the show, the character that Kevin Smith plays is played by Mark Hamill, <laughs> which is the pumpkin dude, um, which is really that fun. Makes sense, though. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, I mean, if you have read Salmon or if we're like, you know what, I just want to hear the story in a different way. The show is a great option. The audiobook I hear is a great option. And then, yeah, if you have a chance, check out the book. I will say the book itself is not that it's aged. I would just say that it's just in a very specific style that is could be grating to the eye, depending on if you like the style. Because um, I know, oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's wild. Technically, more on the on the level of horror because it's very, very dark pages. There's a lot of splotchiness to it. Yeah, very like very like i have the book here like uh on, on one of my shelves but it is mm -hmm. a very it, i i think it looks cool like the, it does look cool. the way mine's printed yes like it, the pages look very vivid in a way that like even if it's black a lot of black and a lot of brown a lot of splotchiness yes it's still very defining yeah that i that i agree with there are definitely like some moments where in the show that they did like a side by side of him holding somebody and like the book looks way better than the show. Like just oh, because yeah. I was just like, you should have blacked them, like blacked them out a little bit more and not just made him a dude. Darkened him up. If yeah, I, he's just like super bright in that scene. If, I've seen, I've seen the picture of this. Yeah. He's just super bright. If I had a, if I had a major criticism of the show is that I do feel that a lot of times they make dream look like just a dude when I really wish they went full all out of like, I am this ethereal being and like oh. they do some great shots. Some of the shots are fucking yeah. awesome. Um, but there's stuff where I'm like, you know, like black out his eyes. And I would think that would go a long way yeah. if they just did fun stuff like that. Um, yeah, this, like had two forms to him. Like this is his like walk around form. But like when yes. he's in God mode, he's he looks maybe like the comic book version of that character. Yeah. Which, by the way, Frank, uh, you probably know this. Uh, obviously, you watch a show called Lucifer. Uh, mm -hmm. The same character is in this show that canonically yes. is. And it's and cool it as fuck. <laughs> it, it makes sense for the people who are like, oh, they, 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 they uh, gender swapped Lucifer. Lucifer says in the show that he was a female at some point. So, yeah, like it, it does it not fucking sense. matter. And on top of that, like, OK, well, now that you brought that up, let's go and get into it. Um, yes. Uh, characters are not how they appear in the fucking book. Like, let's yeah. talk about Kirby Batiste. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter because they don't have race. They are not <laughs> humans. <laughs> they are anthropomorphized people. They can look whatever the fuck they want. So nobody's ruining your fucking childhood. Um, at one point in the comic, Morpheus. Trend, trend, 
mortal genders and yes arbitrary race classification exactly because at one point in the comic he uh morpheus uh, is in Africa because it's the beginning of time. And so he is uh, describably fits the character of the people of that time. So he is a like canonically like African-American character in that, in that period. So yeah, it just, I don't know. They do a fun yeah. job of displaying people, that in the show. The other thing was like the Constantine thing. I know I had oh. to explain to both my parents why they did that. Yeah. Cause my mom was like, I thought Constantine was Keanu Reeves. And my dad was like, I thought Constantine <laughs> was a cockney blonde haired, Dude, no, I'm like, no. Okay, for one, they don't have the rights to that character. No. Um, at the time, they did, because he was a Vertigo character at the time. Yeah, yeah. So he could be part of that. He was. If you if the, In Preludes and Nocturnes, he's like one of the first characters that shows up. That's the, but, that, that story, which I can't believe they fucking did, is in the show, and it's cool as fuck. Um, yeah. So yeah. Constantine's purely a, a, a ancestor, which makes sense. Yes, they don't have the rights to John Constantine. They can't do John Constantine yeah. unless uh, unless DC is like, OK, guys, you can do John Constantine for a bajillion dollars because we're not doing shit with them anyway. <laughs> well, th- well, they actually. So that's the other thing is obviously we have the Matt Ryan one, which is on the CW. That show is basically fucking mm. dead. But now there's yeah, another dead. there's another John Constantine show that's supposedly coming. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that when we talk about our news stories, because I have something to say about HBO Discovery. Um, yeah. But yeah, so jo- jo- Joanna Constantine is this version of the character, but it makes sense because in the comic, there is a Joanna Constantine that plays later in time. So they just basically push that version up to replace it. And it's still the same story. It's still like, you yeah, know. Yeah, it makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Would I like to have John Constantine on the thing? Sure. But like, it suffices, right? Like, yeah. And we all know they can't get the rights. So we have to get what we got to get. And honestly, the, their version of Joanna Constantine is really kind of fucking cool. So I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. there just being more versions of that character. Yeah, from what I heard, she just plays John Constantine. It's just John Constantine. That's all it is. No. <laughs> so like, as long and as you play the character right, we're all good. And it's the same story from fucking uh, that uh, CW show, too. It's the same same thing. Mm-hmm. Same backstory. What's yeah. up, Fee? No, I was just going to say for the people who are getting upset, like, one, like, it's just like what Maria said, it's a bunch of like the doesn't like timeline wise or the way they they look has nothing to do with it. No. Like it just makes zero sense. Like people getting upset about it just makes no yeah. sense overall. Yeah. They're literally ethereal beings. They can look whatever the hell they want. Like, e- no. e- very stupid. Yeah. I almost went on a different rant, but I'm not going to. So I'm just gonna. Well, it it's a biblical rant. Hey, I'll I'll I'll, get, I'll continue I'll continue this uh, story because I also watched the movie Prey. People had an issue with fucking a woman taking out the predator <laughs> in a movie about the predator. Um, but, but it's cool when it happens in aliens. Like I'm confused. I know, right? <laughs> fucking Ripley from Aliens is like, oh yeah, I takes out hundreds of fucking aliens. But it's cool when it happens in Terminator. Like. <laughs> All the fucking movies, these probably fucking boomers are like super pissed off about like doing that. It's like they happen in other movies you love. Like, why are you hated in this one? I don't know. But yes, I watched the movie. Pre- an old now. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Not in my America. Not a woman kill predator. That's right. <laughs> but alien totally. Alan Ripley alien? gets a yeah, pass. In my, yeah. In my America. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Fucking my America. the Andrew Tate in America. Um, 
<laughs> I did that just for Fee to react. Um, yeah, so I've seen Prey. Prey's fucking awesome. Uh, it's done by Dan Trachtenberg. It is a fucking awesome movie, um, just off bat. You can watch this and never see any of the other fucking Predator movies. If you did, it's just a little nods. Every little nods here and there. Um, the characterization of the uh, Comanche tribe is fucking really cool. Um, the fact that uh, majority of the characters... Um, themselves provide the voice dub for the Comanche dub as well, which I'm probably going to watch a second time with that specifically. But yeah, I, I, it's just a fucking cool movie. And it does, it basically does everything that a lot of the first one did, but does the Assassin's Creed thing of like, well, what if we take the fucking badass predator and put him in a time in which it would make sense for him to be like overpowered and see how people can overcome that in the same way. How in the first movie is nothing but muscle bound fucking Jack dudes with guns and swords and all that shit. Just get totally That's fucking awesome. annihilated them. Like it's fucking cool. Like the fact that you can do both. Um, yeah, I, I heavily re uh, recommend Prey. I know me and uh, Fee did a sort of reaction to the trailer. Fee, were you going to, when did you get a chance? We should watch this together. I think it'd be fun. I agree. I definitely am down. Yes. And then, of course, I watch Bodies, 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 but you already heard what I said about that. The movie is not good. So, no, I'm definitely opinion. interested in this. Like, everybody is really clamoring for praise, like sequel to be like, yeah, put in Japanese times with samurais and everything. That. Cool. And I am 300 percent down that movie. I'm excited for. Yes. Like, I, I like I'm not really all too into Predator. I'm not really even that much into Alien either. But like something about putting a futuristic predator in like samurai japan sounds fucking awesome yes i i think that's would be so dope mm -hmm. but yeah on that note on speaking of dope things sly what is uh sue bird's last home game <laughs> <laughs> well uh because harv's not here i guess i have to hold down the fort on basketball fans for this podcast uh but What's yeah I was, talk about I was i was sick so two weeks ago uh was the last seattle storm home game of the season of course this whole year has been sue bird's farewell tour so it was her last home game in the climate pledge arena i got to go we sat so we were in the in the like climate pledge arena there's like two rows of courtside and then the like first row of like the stadium seating so we were in the first row of stadium seating uh we were like two rows behind megan rapino so that was really cool they lost which you know it was a good it was a good game but still kind of sad that they lost i got my um final year sweatshirt on but yeah, it was really cool. I'm I'm a huge basketball fan, huge Sue Bird fan. Very sad to see her retiring, but you know, all our heroes got 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 to retire eventually, man. Even Batman got to pass the mantle. <laughs> I it was it was really sad to see her go, but um, Dinah Tarasi is still playing and when she retires when both of them are out of the field i think that'll mm -hmm. be a little harder but we still got done Shirasi. a bunch of young kids are really cool doing great things but yeah and then uh carlos says on that oh shit that's cool that you got to go though that is kind of cool that you did get to see that last one though that you get to see a little bit yeah. of, a little bit of history there 
And it was, it's the first WNBA game I've gotten to go to in person. So mm-hmm. my first game was her last game. And they're still playing. It's postseason. But yeah. It was yeah. Really it's definitely a cool, cool little conversation starter. Like my first WNBA game was Subert's last game. Last home game. <laughs> last, last home game. Regular season home game. But mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> That is awesome. Uh, speaking of first things, uh, I've been hanging out with some friends and they have introduced me to the show called Killing Eve. Uh, I've only watched three episodes, so I don't really know too much what's going on. But basically, it is a show about a assassin lady going around killing people. And she's like the best assassin. She's the omega level assassin. Uh, but she's she's also getting... Um, there's a there's a I, I don't I guess MI six, MI seven something? Wait, what's going on here? <laughs> you can't say what? Omega without me losing it. Omega? Omega? Casually call somebody Omega and Omega? blow past that. Omega like from well, Star Wars? The end? Omega, the end like level? The Omega verse. Omegaverse? What is What's the Omegaverse? What is this? Oh my god. I, so, I'm not mentally prepared to explain I'm looking it up. This is weird because I'm, I'm using it, it in its actual oh. meaning, which is the end. Oh, the oh, end what? all be all. Oh the god. Alpha, the beginning and the end. Oh god. All right, here we go. Omegaverse, also known as ABO, an abbreviation for Alpha, Beta, Omega, is a subgenre of the speculative erotic fiction and originally a subgenre of erotic slash fiction. <laughs> Great. Uh-huh. Seriously, yeah, Sly yeah. Grow. Nobody up. here knows about that. <laughs> but you have, you, you have, you, you just revealed yourself to the world <laughs> that you were a Megaverse I reader. I am very public of my. I don't read ABO. Like that's okay. like one of my like hard blocks. But uh, no, I am very public about my enjoyment of fan fiction. I'm talking about fan fiction in a hot second. Like <laughs> I'm in the universe. You can't you can't be trying to shame me from my no I know, I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm using I'm using Omega in its actual form as well like the end. She's the end level assassin. Omega means something very different to me. Oh okay. <laughs> Well, I guess she's the coolest. I don't know what to call her then. Um, she's the best. She's the bestest assassin. Everybody loves her. They hire her to kill people for her, uh, for them. Um, but at the same time, you have an MI7 agent. Not MI6. It's either MI8 or MI7. I don't remember because they don't use MI6. What the fuck? Um, agent who like pieces together that something's going on here because people are getting killed in very specific ways and it's all the same person so then she starts to like piece together she gets fired from her job uh because she looks into it and then some lady says hey we're gonna create a special team just for you to figure out what's going on in this world um that's as far as i'm i'm my brain is going on the show because there is other stuff on there there's some killings and stuff like that that happened a little bit later but I'm like I said, I'm only three episodes deep. Um, I think the show's pretty cool. I like the way it's it's shot. It's it's that BBC way of shooting things. So if you've ever seen Sherlock Holmes or any of those other kind of BBC shows, it's shot in a very, very similar way. 
the action scenes are really good. The people get jacked up in the show when they get assassinated. Like it isn't like the 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 CW. Oh, I got a prick in my when you know, I just fall down. No, people are just getting stabbed. People are getting shot up. There's some there's some high level violence in this, which I wasn't expecting, especially from the BBC. Um, but other than that. I haven't been watching much of anything else. Uh, I was watching Banshee. I finished watching that already. Um, that show ends very weirdly. Um, it's one of those shows you can tell that obviously didn't get renewed for a new season. So they kind of ditch the, uh, the, the main story of the fourth season halfway through and say, fuck it. We have, we have to have a goodbye for everybody. Um, it's, it's a very weird ending. It's, it's not, it's not the greatest. It wasn't kind of worth it. Um, I just really appreciate seeing this progression of Fee discovering who Neil Gaiman is. Yeah, Frank, while you were talking, there was the Omegaverse conversation that just happened, you discovering Killing Eve, and then in the chat room, it's Fee is losing her mind that Neil Gaiman has written a lot of shit that she may have consumed. Yeah, Neil Gaiman is a fucking goat in the writing field. Like, he's amazing. He's a really good, he's a really good writer. Yes. Also married to Amanda Palmer. I want him to write a uh, a horror game, and I, he probably already has. But if he hasn't, I want him to write a horror game in the uh, in the Evil Within universe. Well, That'd be he, really cool. He wrote a book um, called Lovecraft's Monsters, which apparently is about just Lovecraftian monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayward Manor on Steam is Neil Gaiman's first portray into video games. There is a game that he has made. Oh, okay. Wayward Manor. Wayward Manor. It looks, it looks like, uh, like a, like what if uh, Psychonauts mixed mixed with like a Tim Burton kind of thing. So I don't know. Look at look at that later. Doesn't look like a yeah. Frank game though. I'm not gonna lie. This yeah, does not. Look. I'm looking at the reviews right now and they're not great. Um, <laughs> Road American Gods. There you go. A lot of Dolby. sex in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, take that with a grain of salt. Oh, it's isometric. Okay, this one. This is not my alley. I'm sorry. Also, I just want to say I I stand by my biblical rant that I was going to go on earlier because this <laughs> man writes about fucking gods on multiple occasions. Dude, he this gets off. He gets off on gods. One hundred percent. You know what? He is he is our modern day Lovecraft. I feel like he just is minus really the racism. Cool, minus the fucking yeah. Minus the racism. Um. Yeah, no, he's he's an amazing writer. Amazing writer. Wait, back it up. The racism? Lovecraft. Lovecraft. You know about Lovecraft? Oh, oh. Oh, I yeah. thought you were saying that he was a racist. No, 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 no. no I said minus. From what we know, Neil Gaiman is not a racist. I'm just like, am I supposed to like stop? Should I be like refunding the books that I'm currently getting? An I'll tell you the only. Also, you gave money to a racist fee. How does that feel? There you go. Uh, fee, I'll tell you about the one controversy off screen that I know of, and that's about it. Okay. okay, that's fine. Right. Um, there's even, he even wrote a book called Trigger Warning. Who don't it's about that? But he has a lot of books on here, and I'm definitely gonna listen to a bunch of them now because there's a lot. And I currently now have Neverwhere. So yeah, yeah. I, did you get it audibly or did, is that like a, I got a book book? Oh, oh okay. yeah, no, Audible for sure. No, I, I do not again have time to sit down and read. Let them pay yeah, us before we name drop them. Fuck okay. that reading oh, shit. Okay. Nobody nobody actually physically reads anymore. Speaking of reading, um, Sly, what have <laughs> you been reading? Um, so earlier this week, I watched a little movie that's very good. Uh, you might have heard of it. Um, super indie. It's called In- X-Men First Class. 
It's the first time I've ever seen it. Real good movie. Uh, we did a whole MC University episode about that. And immediately, like, we hung up. And the first thing I did was Google fanfiction. <laughs> uh so i've been reading some x-men first class fanfic i've been reading a lot of other fanfic but that's been uh predominantly and let me tell you there is not enough i was grossly disappointed by the lack of first class only fanfic like there's a lot of stuff for you know movies in the future that i have not yet seen Right? And I don't want any spoilers. I just want to consume Cold War era gay Jewish superheroes. That's all I want in my fanfiction. And there's a couple, and they're pretty good, but not quite enough. So if you guys have any fanfic wrecks to our lovely audience, please send them to me. I need all of them. What was, what was the one you said you saw about Magneto? Can you explain that one? Can you say you saw one that was about Magneto? I don't know. Uh, if you remember, yeah, that's something. I don't know something with the, the coin. The one I was reading earlier. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I don't remember. Let me check my bookmarks. There you do that. We'll see. Um, while while you're checking your bookmarks in the in the quest of not of becoming literate and not be being illiterate, I been reading books. Uh, I am three books into the Percy Jackson series. This is the which was this one, Titan's Curse. I've been reading the Titan's Curse. I'm 90% in. I'm Ooh, basically done. I Yeah, I love this one. Um, I'm uh, My favorite one's The Labyrinth. I think that's the next one, right? Because yeah, like uh, the last one is like uh, The Fight for Olympus or some shit like that. Um, yeah, no, I'm loving these books again. I fall in love with the Percy Jackson series all over again. I can't wait till the TV show comes out. Um, I hope they do it justice because Sly is with me on this where uh, the uh, movies are fucking god awful um but yeah uh we I, once i get through this series i'm gonna finally get in i didn't realize how big this universe was this rick riordan in your universe there's this there's a there's also the norse god stuff and then there's like a, a detective noir type thing in the same universe as well and they're all so, in the same universe there's the original series the first mm-hmm. five and then there's the sequel series the yes. heroes of olympus series yeah and then there's the Cain Chronicles, which are the Egyptian ones. There's and fucking there's Egyptian one Trials now? Of Apollo. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I remember when Red Pyramids, the first Cain Chronicles, I remember when that came out. I was middle school or something. Uh, but yeah, there's that whole series. And then there's the Rick Riordan Presents line, mm-hmm. which is all authors that are not Rick Riordan. But he, like, brings them under his umbrella or whatever. So oh, there's puts it a into bunch the canon. of okay. different mythologies. And they're not necessarily connected. Uh, mm. But it's a bunch of authors from, like, different backgrounds writing about their, oh, okay. like, legends and folklore. That's really cool. Yeah, because, like, I was looking up some stuff about um, this book because I had remembered something. And I saw, like, for example, Percy Jackson is in these other series as well. So he's like, the, the, the stories are interconnected. I was like, dude, there's a whole ass universe. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, when did this become a universe? Yeah. When I was reading these books, it was the five books and that was it. That's all you got. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, so okay, I there's a whole ass universe reading... since I started reading these. Yeah, I, I, I read the first five books when the fifth book came out and so i saw 
the sequel series come out, but I didn't keep up with it. Uh, and then last year, I went back and read both series. And I'm currently on the Kane Chronicles. I'm going to read through all those and then do all the crossover and all the trials and the Magnus Chase and all that. Yeah, Magnus Chase is the other one I saw. Yeah. Um that was part of that um crafty says king uh says i freaking love rick road and i need to finish the king chronicles and the other series definitely should i need to i need to speed this up apparently because like (laughs) i'm I'm three books in but to be honest with you i like this is gonna sound weird i only read at work um there's there's a significant amount of downtime i'm either on my phone or or i'm being told to do actual work and in the times where i could actually just use my phone i just sit there and read so that's the only time I really I, I I don't like reading at home. There's too much stuff around me that just kind of makes me want to do other things. Like there's a PlayStation, there's a computer, you know what I mean? But work, this is my only this is my only option, and I like this better than sitting on my phone. And Mario is uh dirty as fuck. Old dirty ODM. That was a callback to like one of our first episodes when the back of your screen had a bottle of lotion. That was just a callback. That's oh, all yeah. I was. That was for my ashy elbows, though. Um, <laughs> speaking of ashy elbows, Fee, tell me about Swedish rock metal music, death metal, LOL. I don't know what you're trying to imply there, my dude. I mean, like, you ever see... No, no, I'm more like... You, you ever see those fucking, like, metal bands with all that powder and shit on them? And it looks like they got really ashy elbows. There you go. They put that, like, makeup and it has, like, that, that powdery makeup. Like uh, I'm thinking of like Guar and shit. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> Suddenly, my face appeared in that corner, and I was not prepared for <laughs> those fucking eyes. Uh, I'll fix that. Surprise, Mario. <laughs> no, I'm very confused as to what just happened. Um, but yeah, no, I've just been. I don't know why. Well, actually, no, I do know why. So recently, there's been an insurgence of. For some reason, there was a specific song by a Swedish um, heavy metal band um, named Ghost. Um, if you are familiar with mm, Ghost. Um, yes. Yes. It is um, a very popular TikTok song currently, which is Mary on the Cross. Um, on a Cross, my apologies. And I hadn't listened to Ghost since 2013, 2014. Um, and so it's been a very long time since I had listened to them. Um, and if you are familiar with Ghost, um, there is some fucking weird shit that happens with that band. Um, and in complete storylines. And if you need to, um, there is, uh, <laughs> oh, how do I explain this? Um, so there's different eras, there's different papas because the entire band is um, based on essentially. A satanic um essentially temple um so there is depending on the era you get a different papa or unless you get to the era where they killed off the papas which then there's the cardinal cork um corpia and there's a whole thing i'm not going to try to explain this um <laughs> that that would be a whole podcast in itself um and you can check out shit online for it um but no i was just like you know what i have been enjoying their music so i've been kind of like going down the rabbit hole and i just kind of let like when you click on a song on spotify and you can go to like that song's radio um so i've just been kind of like on loop listening to like ghost soil work um Mm. oh god was it called um the night flight orchestra which is a mixture of a multiple 
like death slash 80s inspired heavy metal bands from all from um they're all metal basically yeah right yeah um so they're all from sweden um so it is a a lot of that mixed together um and it's just very interesting um and a lot of them have collaborations with each other and the music's really good um also we stand bands that are in support of the lgbtq community um and abortion because that's also another reason which i'm shocked that i saw a clip because i once again like i said i haven't listened to them in years that i saw ghost on jimmy kimmel um he was they were on one time and i'm like i'm shocked in uh cbs's america that they had a band that uh openly supports abortion and uh lgbtq i mean cbs is more progressive but yeah i was like they're not fox news so they're not not fox but it was just very weird seeing like oh that's fun that's a very weird thing to do um but yeah i would highly recommend the music um even though a lot of it is very very highly contested if ghost is actually considered heavy metal um but that's a whole other argument but a lot of the bands that i specifically talked about have a lot of like 80s kind of like metal slash rock vibes which i'm 1000 percent for um so i've just been listening to all their music on repeat kind of um, just constantly over the past week um and i'm not upset about it so oh. just thought i'd bring oh. it up because it was random and it was just like you know what no one's filled out the specific section so why not be me yeah i've just been listening to the same shit honestly i just i have my own spotify on repeat but anyway, that that is the end of the, the checkpoint. We're gonna move on to the patch notes. Who wants to start? Who wants who wants to be the first here? Who wants to talk about some news? Talking about our favorite stories of the week. Ties <laughs> uh, back to what we were talking about earlier. Actually, yeah, I, I didn't. I actually didn't notice that. As I was scrolling down, I just noticed it right now. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Um, I'm actually going to give I'm actually going to say I'm actually going to start off with this one here because I know Fee was kind of excited about this one. Um, This one comes from Kotaku's Claire Jackson. Fallout TV show uh, set leaks look really authentic, actually. So. I, I posted this earlier. Unfortunately, Mario, you might have to do a little digging to find photos for this because uh, the, the original link, they actually they took all those photos down. So have fun finding that. But uh, I'm, I'm actually excited for this. Fee, you saw, you saw the pictures of it too. It looks really fucking on point. It looks just like how a vault looks right off the bat. Um, yeah, there you go. Like that is... I I don't have any complaints. I'm usually nitpicky here. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of wrong or something like that. This is pretty much on point. I can't think of anything there that I could, I could honestly say that I would change. Fee, what, what do you think on this? Um, I'm highly, very very impressed. Um, as someone who is a massive Fallout fan, I was concerned. Um, not gonna lie. Um, because I knew that the show didn't have Todd Howard to um utilize and hide behind. Um, mm-hmm. when they made major errors. Um, if you don't understand that reference, um, where have you been in gaming for the past decade? Um, <laughs> but. No, it looks really, really great. Um, I'm really impressed. Um, I'm very interested to see how it goes. Uh, mind you, there are, like, 
even though like live action anime shows have not been doing well um live action video game shows have been doing other than we're not talking about resident evil if you try to bring up resident evil i will not discuss this and i will leave um but other ones have been doing pretty good um and i think that um we've been seeing clips and images um from the last of us sets and this is just right up there as well um Mm -hmm. so i'm very excited to see because i feel like there's a lot of like post-apocalyptic kind of shows that have happened in the past decades starting off with things like the walking dead and we've seen a number of others that haven't been as successful but i feel like i this might sound very silly but having a show that's based on one of what is considered one of the best eras in american history um but just like just like the old classics the 50s vibe the music and like having the old like strong like american cars and like having that kind of vibe i feel like it's gonna go over very well um because i know one of the biggest things at least for me when i first started was like the music um so i'm hoping that they continue with that i imagine it's gonna be really really good overall um but i was concerned about the sets i'm not gonna lie i was concerned that they'd be slightly a little bit gimmicky or like silly looking or maybe that they wouldn't put as much effort um Mm -hmm. mind you um not gonna lie um because they i know this is an amazon production that amazon has been hitting it out of the fucking park recently um, Mm -hmm. especially with the boys paper girls um so i wasn't nearly as concerned um and then also what we've seen of um lord of the rings um um, the new lord of the rings series um it's yeah a lot of that looks fantastic um so i wasn't too concerned um but it's you and i both know like this is a series that's very close to our hearts and Mm -hmm. we're very concerned about it because it can there is a an area where you can get a little bit gimmicky um but no it looks fucking spot on i'm i'm very excited to see what the suits look like um and what we actually like character wise because i only saw the sets oh i yeah. have a picture of the suit mario pulled up mario yeah, pulled yeah, up yeah. A guy in Here. the suit okay. without the uh thing it's very so from from the the just the aesthetic of just like the sets and everything like that they're definitely taking inspiration from fallout 4's designs for the okay. vault and especially even the uh the suits yeah. have that same kind of piping that the fallout 4 suit hats so i'm not i i couldn't i actually didn't even check the number there that they had because vault, vault 32 i don't think vault 32 is a vault that we've seen yet so, in the game so actually it's funny you say that the 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 Twitter that I'm pulling from, this is like a super fan. They actually mm-hmm. are specifically have speculation on it. So it says Vault 32 is a new to the canon. I'm assuming it's mostly likely on the West Coast due to its number. Uh, okay. Vault 34 is in the Mojave Wasteland, and Vault 29 mentioned Fallout 76 is located on the West Coast. So meaning mm-hmm. that 32 would be somewhere in that area, um, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would say like, so yeah, definitely maybe Arizona, New Mexico, or yeah. something, just uh, judging by all the sand. Well, yeah, because um, I'm just looking it up because I, I was like I was familiar with like the 30s, um, and I know 34 is in the Mojave Wasteland. Um, that's the no. one right beside um, Niels Air Force Base, um, and it had like the weird truck in front of it. Like you had to go through, like um, you had to go through that kind of like sand area where it would just like constantly have those like sandstorms, and you get to that particular location and have that like rundown truck. I'm only mm-hmm. going off of what the actual photos look like, um, but I'm very interested to see what they do with this one. And that's kind of what's cool about Fallout is 
this craziness that happens in each vault like us finding out like what was the reasoning for vault 32 um because each vault had its own play like essentially part to play because all of them i'm i'm sorry if i'm ruining the series for you um each vault was an experiment um yep. in some capacity oh, dare um, you i'm so sorry out. yeah so um, sorry also uh the people who created the vaults might have started the war in the first place but anyway yeah yeah um as a specific test and it went wrong but who yep. knows um who who knows everybody? Um, I'm I'm very excited. Um, do we have any sort of release date? I apologize. I've been like so out of it that I haven't really been checking the news um, at all. Probably really probably still like a year away at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially yeah, if we're getting glimpses. I don't even know if we know what the story's about. The only thing we know is that it stars Walter Goggins. Woo! All right, cool. that's it. Shout out to Walter Goggins. Uh, I'm excited. Um, I want to see some Fallout related stuff. I hope they get a writing team that knows how to toe the line for Fallout rating. This Fallout is very written in a very specific way. Very kind of, like V said, it's a little gimmicky and a little bit, you know, a little goofy. But it has that dark humor to kind of mute that. So, like, you'll get, like, a dumb, funny moment. But then someone will just get their brains blown out or something like that. You know what I mean? It has that dark humor to go with it. If it doesn't have that in the show and if it's too much gimmicky, not enough seriousness or that humor then it's not really gonna it's not really gonna resonate with your fans all too well um but i hope i i just judging by the fact that they're taking the time to make those vaults look as good as they are i have a feeling that the team on on that team right now at least from what i can see looks like they know what they're doing and that's already a good they're already in a very good step compared to a lot of other live action tv shows i hope the show fucking sucks and is worse than halo oh you're just mad (laughs) it's worse than halo (laughs) <laughs> okay you know what? i just want to say that um, i'm joking I didn't ba- I'm, I'm just no. saying, i was gonna say because i'm like i did not bash halo when i said we're not talking about the resident evil series i could have <laughs> easily brought up halo and said you're right this looks very them. similar they're very accurate to the weapons and the gun so I'm, I'm very excited for how this comes out amazon's been knocking out of the park so i have faith i have faith too have yeah faith too. If they could do, they, they're doing well with the boys. I think they can do. I think they can do Fallout. On that note, uh, on on the topic of of cursing things, Mario. Tell me about HBO Discovery. Man, fuck HBO Discovery. Cause like, yeah, you don't want fuck HBO Discovery. So, what? Since we've been gone, we didn't get a chance to talk about any of this. And I know that me and Frank had some several different conversations. I wonder how that conversation has evolved for you specifically, because I know that you had a this is uh, sort of like this is going to come out scenario. You probably still feel that way. Oh, but, yeah, I do. But man, they're they're just doing some fucked up shit right now. Um, so if you don't know, uh, Warner Brothers has been passed along is no longer being owned by uh, AT&T. They are now bought by Discovery. And uh, immediately... Discovery was even that big, to be honest with you. I didn't know the fucking Discovery was that big, too, but against uh, 90 Day Fiance, is just blowing the fuck up. Um, But ultimately, uh, they've come in and immediately just start scrapping shit. They're scrapping things that are already existing, um, things that are available no longer because they were on the platform and now completely gone, supposedly going to be forever. Um, today they just cut 200 episodes of Sesame street off of the fucking platform. Um, so, okay. I don't know where that's going to be accessible down the road. Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of animation that they've canceled recently. Some of them are supposedly very popular. I have not seen 
them because I don't watch, I don't tend to watch a lot of just sort of anime shows anymore. Um, but from what I understand, Infinity Train and I believe the changeup was one of them that were people were really uh, sort of upset by. Um, I am, of course, upset with, with all the DC stuff that happened. Um, I was very excited for Batgirl because I thought that they were, you know, at least having some sort of an idea with uh, what they were going to do. But honestly, I think a combination of both this and Ezra Miller being a fuckhead uh, is honestly <laughs> totally uh, just totally just just destroying projects left the right earlier in the year yeah. they had a uh wonder twins project that uh they canceled they had obviously just canceled Batgirl while 90 percent of it is pretty much done uh and of course uh that they've potentially have talked about blue beetle might being another one of those projects that oh, fuck that blue beetle but i don't know how far along that is anyway they were they've been shooting there's footage of like you can see them I mean, in the console. yeah so like they've been doing it for a while um and really, the only major focus has been on fucking uh, The Rock for uh, for so Black much. Adam. And I'm just like, I just, I, I, I don't care. I just, Let's double down on The Rock of all fucking people. Like, yeah. Oh, great. So. Love it. I love I that how The Rock is the mascot for DC right now. Great. Love basically. It. He's also uh, the next character you can play in multiverses. Um, yeah. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I'm specifically confused why they stopped and canceled um Batgirl but um Ezra Miller can do whatever the fuck he wants apparently and then they're just like we're cutting ties with him after we release the movie and it's just like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. like why are you why are you releasing this I'm like I would have rather you taken that money and then finished Batgirl and then just not release um the flash because now he's <laughs> getting money. The problem the problem with that though is that this movie is tied to the Flash because the character that Michael Keaton plays, who is the character from the original Batman movie, is introduced in the Flash, which then this story spins off afterwards. So that's why it's just like if you're going to have one, at least fucking finish the other and then maybe change right. whatever, but at the same time they're probably Yeah, go ahead. They've just made really shitty like moves in the past like 2-3 years. So I'm not sure. really like I'm just like any interest that I had in uh, the DC universe, specifically the movies yeah. in that specific franchise, I'm just like I'm, I'm uh, that's I'm done. That that would be the one thing I'll say that I I've actually come around on at least post uh, Justice League because we had Birds of Prey, we had the Shazam movie, and then we had. Um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. And those movies are fucking awesome. They're actually really yeah. fun. Um, yeah. So and they. What we do. Just remove the Justice League. Basically, would, you know what? Yeah, kill you know the Justice League. Fuck them. Yeah, just kill the Justice League. Just pull a straight up Deadpool kill kills Marvel. Fuck them. They like the Suicide Squad. Fuck them, kids. Kills. Henry Cavill. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, you know what? He's better in The Witcher anyway. Just kill him <laughs> off, and then we take Not out that fucking um, wig. Miller, um, and then we take out everybody else. Um, as much as I love Jason Momoa, um, no, absolutely not. Just kill all of them and then just have like a dark reigning essentially universe where it's just a suicide squad and then just all of the dark characters essentially like the. But then we lose Peacemaker. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Peacemaker is still considered, um, he's still considered a villain, so he still can, yeah, okay, that's the sacrifice we have to make. That's the thing, like, if we reboot, we have to reboot Peacemaker too. They also even showed the fact of how useless the Justice League was because he dealt with everything, and then the Justice League randomly appears and says, like, fuck you guys, and that's how he stays in the universe, and then he watches them burn as they take out the entirety of the Justice League. Yeah. Also, we got that dumbass Teen Titans show as well. Keep that in mind. I wonder what the fate of that is. What? Oh, you're talking about the live action one. I was like, Teen Titans go? Whatever. Um, Real quick, though. For years, we thought that Flashpoint or the Flash movie was going to reset everything, and then they can start fresh and continue on from that point. And they're just like, nah, we're going to make it even weirder by bringing Michael Keaton as Batman. And I'm like, who the fuck? What? What the Why? fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. Uh, which, as much as I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool, but still like weird. It's, it's like, pandering. That's yeah, all. Yeah, look at it. Trying to get the nostalgia. It's it's like, it's, trying to be like, it's the no way home. You know, it's just like, hey, we got to bring the Batman's in here. You guys remember this Michael Keaton guy from that one Batman movie you love? Come on into the theaters, boys. Like, fuck no, you. I, I just think it's despicable that they're still releasing the Flash. I think it's just really shitty yeah. of them. And especially to the people that he is consistently, or like at this point, ruin multiple people's lives. But hey, let's release this movie so he gets multi millions and then he can retire, or like go he, fuck himself in peace. Here's what um, I will. And then leave like entertainment. Here's what I'll say though I, I, I would rather them just fucking release the movies because Ezra Miller is one person out of the hundreds of people that have worked on both those projects that deserve time. Like uh, Sarah Callie, who was supposed to be um, Supergirl, is supposed to be introduced in this movie. Um, we had, obviously, uh, Leslie Grace as Batgirl. We had other characters that were also supposed to surround these characters in the world that I was excited for. And now it's just like, well, Discovery Disney is like, well, if we can do cost cutting and then fucking just do this and then we submit tax uh, exemptions, then yeah, sure, we end up making a buck. So just like, this is just fucking dumb. And that's where my biggest problem with this whole situation comes from. It's the idea of a multi-billion dollar company that comes in, takes over an already existing operating independent group, right? And decides to make rash, rash decisions based off of uninformed like media analysis Mm -hmm. and like business. The fucking algorithm says this. Yeah. was so fucking skewed that they're making all these high level decisions off of bullshit. Right. Like that's just like, there's so many idiotic decisions being made here because they're basing it off of so like wildly skewed data. And they're coming in here and like wrecking people's, like, obviously, I don't want Ezra Miller to get any money, and he's going to get a lot of money when this movie comes out. But also, there's a lot of people who is going to get very little money for putting their blood, sweat, and tears into it. And they're now getting zero money. Like, Brendan Fraser, who celebrated his birthday while being a part of this movie. And he's yeah. fucking won't even come out. Not even, not even coming out. You know what they should do? Just give all the money that they were going to give Ezra Miller to the people that he fucking ruined their lives. Please. And, or the people that he kept at the farm. Because yeah, because several weird. farms? Because there's, there's no way they the don't have a... that he was uh, grooming. Yeah. They, there's no way they don't have a clause in, like, these contracts. Like, if you go fucking ape shit weird 
like celebrity mode in the middle of this movie's campaign, there's got to be like a little fallback for them. There has to be. There's no way they don't. I mean, the, the the people who create these contracts don't think about that. Because these celebrities are fucking weird, man. One day I they're guess, super cool. The next minute they're running people over in Ireland in well, 1983. I guess they'd have a clause for you shoot Aquaman too, and then there's going to be a weird trial for several weeks that people watch and hear about right. you shitting in beds and fucking gaslighting your fucking your husband. Uh you know what I mean? Like, there's no way. There's no way. Like the the lawyers have not thought about this, which makes me think if they're just waiting out like like judge shit or something like that who knows i'm not smart enough for legal shit me neither that's why i'm not a fucking lawyer <laughs> no, like in, at the end of the day for that she's still making money yeah so is um mind you all of that's going to um and then no he's Maybe gonna still make it, but it's immediately going yeah yeah it's going to the person that they fired and then replace out of their movies because Warner Brothers, yeah. when he made a, a miss, apparently an alleged thing, um, he instantly got fired. But um, Ezra Miller can go on a fucking illegal tirade and mm -hmm. keep people locked up, but they'll still release the movie. But oh, yeah. With like Johnny Depp, let's fire him. But like with Ezra Miller, they're like, should we actually fire him? People are going to get upset with us if we fire him. It's just like. Fee. You, ha you have an incredible okay. Robert De Niro face. I just gotta let you know. When you do that, that was incredibly spot on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, it's, it's just, it's real, like, and I, I'm gonna say what I said in the, um, our channel and chat, that um, it's the trolley problem. It's, does yeah. do we kill one person to save multiple or do we save that one person which i'm gonna be honest warner brothers is doing so let's fuck everyone else and drive it through every single person who's going to be affected by this um because it's he not gonna really be Miller. mass murder <laughs> because nope. because at this point like i i don't even understand like there's nothing like justifiably okay with the situation um other than them openly saying hey we're taking a hit and we're just donating to the people he fucking because there's i don't know if anyone knows he kept people locked at gunpoint at a in a like essentially at a farmhouse and what he, the fuck and Ezra Miller and he was just like oh I'm sorry everybody and I'm just like what I'm the sorry fuck my mean? mental health has deteriorated recently causing me to kidnap people and put them in cages like, like excuse me the fuck he's attacking people in, in, in several states in several states yeah bullshit dude your mental There's health is not the problem you're just a fucking weirdo people have mental health struggles and they sometimes make very poor decisions and cause a lot of harm and that's understandable but also uh there are consequences for your actions regardless mm -hmm. of your mental state when causing them yeah. so like i just don't like that he hid, he's trying to hide behind well we were just mentally no no motherfucker okay we're not this isn't a courtroom a you okay you can't, can't plead insanity you're not special honey, you're not so. fucking special everybody has mental problems we don't go around uh, like holding people at gunpoint and grooming them dude no, no. no and i instead just drank this entire bottle while we were recording this podcast um so yeah like... <laughs> true I I, I, don't, I don't get it. Alcoholics are better than <laughs> kidnappers. I mean, 
look at the pros and cons here. Yeah, that's right. It's just a chart. What's affected right now? My liver. What's affected by his choices? He's going to jail. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Yeah, no, it's it's very it's very stupid, and I think um warner brothers just needs to reevaluate everything that they've been doing recently yeah that, like warner brothers think oh, look look inside think about yourselves yeah. you know what i mean like this is dumb just figure out something on this movie because it's been like people trying to figure out why you're doing the things you were doing right now guys are they just really good at villain movies because they're actually the villain yep yes <laughs> yep there you go <laughs> we have cracked the code <laughs> Correct. Good last but not least in our news for this week sly tell me about whose birthday it is well yesterday was the one and only percy jackson's birthday mm-hmm. and rick Ryden did a blog post we got to see a couple pictures from the set with all the kids very exciting um he gave a little info and i uh, said that they're they're in the middle of filming, right? There's rough assembly of stuff, but not much to see. We'll probably see something in about a year, which means we're probably looking at early 2024 for release date for the show. I'm very excited. The kids are so cute. I'm so happy every time I see them. Um, and and. Yesterday, the Empire State Building lit up all blue, which is a reference to uh, a point in the books, and that was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So, By the way, in this story, Olympus is at the top of uh, the Empire State Building. The, the, the entrance to Olympus is at the top of the Empire State Building. Uh, on the same web... Four, Oh, there you go. I love that in this uh, blog post that you shared, uh, one of the questions is, how old is Percy this year? And he said, yep, still 17. <laughs> so, Wait, isn't he? He's 18. What the fuck? Later, no, later it says, um, when will, or, okay, it's the, what is Percy wishing for when he blows out his candles and one of them is and the author may someday allow him to turn 18 and then <laughs> rick's comment don't hold your breath buddy <laughs> yeah because i thought he was he he would he was 18 by the time of the uh the new series but i guess i'm wrong 17 okay. at the end of his last yeah. appearance. Right, right here yeah. right here it says uh how old is percy yep still 17 how is this possible percy's world exists in loosely defined present day percy's timeline is not tied to real time and does not proceed at the same rate it only so, okay. it only advances as the actions and the actions of the book i'm like oh yeah 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 it's like how every book yeah. in harry potter is fucking a new year Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Harry Potter is very tied to yes. Well, what yes. year it comes out. Yeah, but 100%. This series is operating. It's like conditional. It's... Like whenever you're reading is is when it's happening, and it's not like like some of the books take place over like a week, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of them are months, and, and some yeah. of them are months. So it, yeah. it's fluctuating. So Better like it loosely exists as its own universe mm-hmm. 
and that's it. yeah just like it's small really there's small time kiss time just, skips and that's just, really kind of about it just like how uh better call saul and the el camino movie all exist still in like 2013 because <laughs> it's just right, like yeah. all still within five years of time that right. all that shit happens uh so yeah. good yeah. Well, that, that's it, guys. We 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 did it. We were two hours and 30, 30 minutes in. All right. I usually host long episodes. I'm sorry. I try to keep it going. We had good conversations. But that's all it matters. Hell yeah, we did. There were some really good conversations today. I thank you all very much for your, for being here, for uh, taking out the time to talk about TV shows, movies, games, and media out there. Um, I will start with Sly. Sly, where, where can we find you? Where are you at on the internet? Well, I used to be on TikTok Live on Thursdays, but I got banned, so uh, no idea what's going to happen with that. Uh, you can also find me on MC University. We're gearing up for season two, banking up a couple episodes. I'm going to kick that off with X-Men First Class. And then you can also find me on We'll Throw the After Party at After Party SHO everywhere for socials, and we are kicking off our She-Hulk coverage this week and still wrapping up Only Murders as we get to the last couple episodes of Only Murders next week I think is the finale so very exciting stuff going on over there on YouTube and Twitch every Saturday night L yeah B where are you on the internet where have you been well, I haven't really been doing anything for the past two months, not going to lie. Um, but since all of this um, that I've like essentially put my full effort into um, is now um, over, um, I definitely am planning on doing um, more on the internet. Um, I have been taking a hiatus not only on this podcast, but on my other podcast, which is coming back, which is Speaking of Stadia. Um, where we record and talk all about all things Stadia um, over on the Game Source Network over on YouTube. Um, it is currently up in the air if we're going to be going um, weekly or um, bi-weekly or monthly, um, but that is over on their channel, um, so definitely make sure to check it out. Um, if you're not already, make sure to follow us over at, um, at Speaking of Stadia on Twitter um, so you can keep up to date on when we're going live um and i do plan on doing some twitch streams um once i get everything sorted out i actually have this weekend off so who knows maybe i'll do one this week um play maybe, yeah. maybe play some naraka so definitely check me out over there at twitch.tv slash hell yeah and mario where did you come from where did you go I don't know the rest of that song. Uh, so <laughs> uh, you can, of course, uh, see where I came from uh, every every uh, week here on the Point in Progress podcast. Um, you can also find me over. What the fuck? <laughs> I was reading the stream thing and it said, yeah. "Find me at Mario at Twitch.tv." Uh, no, you can find you can find Twitch.tv me TV slash Mario. I don't know. I just saw that too. You see that? It's kind of cool. Um, you can of course find me at MC University. Yes, we're making up episodes. I'm very excited about that. We'll be having guests on there very very soon. Um, you can also just just find me chilling. Uh, we did. I did a, a solo podcast last week because I still needed to do something uh, on the stream. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Carlos and Kale showed up as well as el bobco in the chat and then uh, there was another oh and uh, lebster showed up as well 
also shout out to Lebster who was uh, doing Lebster. doing cool. Which that's when I learned that his name is not Lebstar; it's Lebster. So there we go. So uh, I have now learned that. So yeah, that's where you can find me. I forgot. There's a bunch of other shit I started watching. I'm going to save that for next week. Like She-Hulk. Oh yeah, I watched that. I totally forgot I did. Write it all down right now. Yeah, go ahead and do it. I'm actually I'm actually watch that after this while I eat my food back here. I, I ordered from this place called Moonflower House. It's fucking. They put a little little guy on there and they they say your name on it look at that bam oh. it says frank you can't see it but it's blurred out um but you can find me uh at i revived my tiktok i forgot i, I yeah. did that <laughs> uh at the frank gv that's my tiktok name um go, go catch my tiktoks i'm trying some new things i'm trying to figure out how to make games look good on tiktok um like gaming clips and everything like that instead of the way i've just been just throwing a clip on there and stuff like that yeah but um yeah, you can find me there. You can find me at Point in Progress, and you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash thefrankgv, where I talk shit about video games all the time and TV shows, I guess. <laughs> Again, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for listening to our rambling. And, guys, progress has been made. Fucking shout out to Sue Bird. Shout out to Sue Bird. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Sue Bird. R.I.P. Harv. R.I.P. Harv. By the way, I forgot to mention this. If Harv... So Harv 100% is now dead. That canon is over. We did did create a replacement at FEMA for Harv. Kind of like the Westworld thing, you know what I mean? So he will be back, hopefully either next week or the week after, depending on if our tests go well. Um, This is a completely AI-generated Harv, so... When you see him take it with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? He might say some things that are like, that's not very hard. He might just be a little bit weird. We don't know. But, you know, it's good. He'll be back. Yeah. In some way. In some way. (laughs) 